a radio star is born. You're going to love Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Good evening, dear listener. Ian Lee. Busy show tonight. Angels will be talking about at half past ten. Before that, though, get your calls in early. 0844 We've got Stephen Murdoch coming on. He's a computer whiz kid. If you've got a problem with gadgets, computers, anything like that, he will be able to help. First of all, let's get the news. Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Young doctor, you have to go on strike. I said, young doctor, if there's something you don't like, the British people want the doctors to give this government a beating. I looked up at the doctors and said, I hope my policy is clear. Keeping people fit isn't really the idea. It's called privatisation, and I want that to happen here. My NHS. There's underfunding in my NHS. Doctors should be working less, not more. But I ignore opposition to the contract imposition. Running down the NHS is one of my successes. My NHS. I'm not telling the truth about my NHS. Yes, I seek to trick the public. But I'll tell you, if you didn't know before, Nightmare Health Secretary is what NHS stands for. That's satire. That's called satire. This cassette boy and Jeremy Hunt. If you were listening on Periscope, you would have heard the swear in there. I dumped it, although I probably could have got away with it. It doesn't matter. Evening, this is Ian Lee, Talk Radio. If you want to give us a call, now's a good time to do it. We've got... To... Listen, we've coasted the first five weeks. I'm all out of breath. I'm terribly unfit at the moment. I'm, I'm, I'm on the other side of the cold, but I'm still struggling to breathe a little bit. But um, I'm still struggling to breathe a little bit. No idea what's happened here. Right. Um, we've coasted the first five weeks or so with um, with no content, and that's fine, and it's worked. But I just kind of thought last week it was sort of running its course a little bit. So we're going to start introducing features. And I was reminded last night when a young lady called in uh, of someone I used to work with years and years ago, a computer and gadgets expert called Stephen Murdoch. Now, um, he worked at, he used to work at ISO Solutions and he used to um, come in on uh, when I was at LBC and at Absolute. Had a little bit of bad luck in his life. But um, I was reminded yesterday, and I got in touch, managed to track down Stephen Murdoch today. So he's coming on the show uh, for the first half an hour of the programme. If you've got any questions about computers, gadgets, you can't get your, uh, how old I am, I was going to say, you can't get your video to record. Uh, anything like that, he will be able to sort it out. The man is a genius. 0844 499 1000. We'll call you back. Stephen joins you on the line now. Good evening, Stephen. Hello there. Hello. Great to speak to you after all this time. It is great. And I don't. I know you don't want to dwell too much on, on, on what's happened, but for those people that... I mean, we probably spoke on air five years ago? That's right, yes. I used to come into LBC. I don't know for any of your old... Uh, <laughs> any, of your, any of your old listeners who might remember me from those days. Well, we had, we had, we had someone yesterday who um, um, actually... <laughs> had a problem with one of the things you recommended. That's fine. Oh, dear. Yes, that's <laughs> oh fine. Um, thanks for coming on. We got you for the, the whole half first half hour, which is great. Okay. Sorry? Okay, I don't know I can stay all that... No, I'll do my best. You know, do my best to okay, help. Okay, we've, we've got the angels lady coming up at half past ten to talk about angels. What is that? An angel lady? <laughs> Where have you... What's, what's just very... In a sentence, 
Stephen, if you don't, if you can, can you summarise the last five years? Oh, well, I left uh, ASO. I worked for a Japanese company. Now, I'd rather not say which one. I keep myself very much um, involved with technology, where things are going, computing. You've been to prison, reality. haven't you? Uh, yes, I have. I don't like... I don't like to mention that too much, but uh, yes, and I'm all right. I'm fine now. So, and this is we, know, we've moved on. We've moved on. Stalking. Well, would you call it stalking? That, that's not. No, that's not quite what it was. I was not found guilty of that. Harassment is not the same as, as stalking. Okay. Okay. I would like, you know, I, I, I probably should should set that clear. You okay. know, I want to set that record clear right at the start. No, it's quite an, it's quite an important thing, but okay, well, no, it was not. It was fine. fine. Let's talk about can the. Can I just? Can I, Apple. Can I just can I just say, it's, it's kind of quite important that I, okay. it, was, it was harassment. No, it's very important. It was harassment. Stephen, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you do it. You've just gone from not wanting to talk about it. No, I just I just thought that maybe you'd want to talk to us about Apple and, and the, the bad luck that Apple is, is having. Right. I just I, before we uh, get into the Apple thing, which I was I was quite happy to talk about. I just wanted to set the straight. It was harassment. It wasn't anything violent, and it wasn't actually strictly speaking uh, stalking. With quite a well-known uh, pop personality. Well, that's well that's well documented. It was in the press. Apple have had um, well, they've lost forty billion pounds, forty billion dollars, sorry, um, uh, uh, of their worth. They're down. Uh, Apple shares are down eight percent. Where's it gone wrong for what was an unstoppable tech company? Right. Well, Apple, as you see, I've, I've had the figure at eight billion myself. Uh, I thought it was eight point five point five billion pounds. Uh, no, compared it's, it's time, eight, like, it's, but compared with this time last year, then the shares have fallen quite right. Eight percent, yeah. and it's down forty billion dollars. So it's six, five times well, more. I than you think? Well, I don't. Sorry, well, I don't. I don't work for Apple, so I'm no. not. I know those figures. I'm just I'm, the, the figures are just ones I picked up from the industry. Okay, so Apple. Shall I continue? Right. Right, so Apple, I mean, basically what, what, what the chances for Apple, I think, really, let's face it, they're, they're not uh, dynamic. They release something twice a year. Um, <laughs> they're a long way from the breadline, let's, let's put it that way. Uh, the reports have you know, $20 billion in offshore reserves uh, alone. I think what the future for Apple is, there's a number, uh, a lot of people believe that... Um, Where's it gone wrong? Should, Where's they, it gone wrong for Apple, Stephen? Right. Well, as I, as I was saying, Ian, the, they, they only release something twice a year. They need to come out with with more stuff, more more, more inventions. Uh, there's all sorts of things they could be doing. Health tracking advice is very uh, very big for them. The Apple Car is something. Well, they the do. The, the, the argument I heard from um, well, there's a guy called Fevzi, the gadget detective on another station. Right. Was that um, there's only so many iPhones you can sell, and they've saturated the market. Would you agree with, with Fevzi? Well, yes, I think that... Uh, I know him, actually. I know him, and, and I, I do often agree with what he says. What I think they need to do is get more into the virtual reality. I've just come back yeah. from the Stoke & Trent uh, computer fair, 
and they were showing off a virtual reality. Uh, I actually had a go on Lucy, which sounds rude <laughs> until I tell you she's a, a 1.6 bot. Uh, she's got a nice bot. <laughs> uh, I thought it's, it's made of titanium steel. It's a robot. Um, I've made that joke to all the guys in my laughter. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, the, there's robots. That's the sort of thing to get into virtual reality where you can. No, I totally disagree with sex with a robot. It's a clip Sorry? I've got. It's just a clip I've got there that fits in with what you were saying. Sorry, I'll play well, again. We, I, did, I missed that. Sorry, I'll, I play, I'll, I'll play again. No, I totally disagree with sex with a robot. It's a clip I've got. So is there someone in? The, you've got someone in there. Is that? No, nope. I've got. Um, is Fezzi in there? No, 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 not Fezzi. No, I totally disagree with. It's a recording. I've got. It's an app on my computer. You probably heard of it, Soundboard, and I've just got right. lots of lots of things triggered on right, it. Okay. Will Guyer, who's another um, uh, computer guy who's excellent, um, yes. was was saying that this is not going to be a massive problem for Apple that they will be able to turn this around. Right. Okay. Well, perhaps you get him and Fergie on. Yeah. Well, maybe next time we will. Well, more, you seem to be more interested in uh, quoting them and accusing me of things that I haven't done. But never mind. Rory's. No, uh, I think Rory's. Think Rory's on the line. Good evening, Rory. Oh, hello, Ian. How are you? Good, thank you. You're through to Stephen Murdoch. Uh, what's your computer gadget or technical problem? Oh, um, it's the LBC podcast app. I installed it, and it cost quite a lot of money, and um, the podcasts um, are not of very good quality. They um, they keep mentioning the EU and stuff like that, and then sometimes they just don't work. Um, but the talk radio one's much better. Also, the um, a talk radio app can't. If we can get to, my, um, if we can get to the question, please, Roy, because there's loads of calls. Of, of, I, I can't really answer questions about something the, the LBC podcast. I don't really, with all due respect, I don't really have any say on that. All oh, right. Um, well, the uh, the uh, not LBC the um, the, uh, the the talk radio app. I tried to install it on my iPod, and it, it would it wouldn't go wouldn't go on my iPod. So, Why what's the question, be? please, Rory? Can get to the question. Which kind of the question? Um, the, 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 the question is, um, w w uh, Just get to I'm the question, please, robot. Rory. We've we got big, big Q people that want to talk. Okay, um, the, the, qu the question is, um... Yes. The question is, uh, wh yes, where, where is, uh, where, where, where am I going to get a computer? Where, okay, where is, Stephen, where that is... ridiculous. Where is Rory going to get a computer? That was the question. What's that got to do with downloading a, a, a podcast? Where, where would he get a computer? Well, a computer shop. PC World. Rory, does that answer your question? Uh, yes, that's amazing. Thank you very much indeed. Let's that's go ridiculous. to... Oh, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Sorry, Stephen. Held responsible for uh, podcasts, not downloads. Let's go to Kyle. Yes, Kyle, you're through to Stephen Murdoch. Oh, hi, Ian. Hi, Stephen. Uh, I just wondered... Hello. I just wondered what Stephen made of uh, uh, Google Cardboard and the 3D virtual reality. Oh, this is actually ridiculous. <laughs> Are you? Carl, yeah, is that, is that, is that, go on, sorry, Ian. He's, I'm really sorry, Stephen, this was not, right, he's gone. Let, oh, wait, 499-1000, let's try, uh, Leon, Leon, you're through to Stephen Murdoch, what's your question, Google please? Google Cardboard, what's that on it at home? Yeah, uh, hello, I called last night, um, uh, oh. to even give some advice on the radio on a, a previous show that you had. No, it was a, were you the, the girl that called last night? Y yeah, I called last night. Um, yeah, it was a girl. He, he, give, he give advice on how to water call a PC from an air what? system, and it involves... Water call an L... what is it? Uh, water call the PC. 
a water call the PC. I don't know what you're talking about. Water call the PC. What is that? Well, you, I mean, you give you give the advice. Well, I don't know what you. A water call the PC. I've never heard of that, Ian. I'm not being. I can't stay here for half an no, hour. No, no, you're not going to have to me, on the line. No, he, he, don't let him run away from me, Ian. No, hang on a minute. I think that, I think there may be his problem with the line. Uh, Stephen, yeah. he's talking about a water cooled, co- cooled I, PC. So the water cools the PC. I had temperature problems. My PC was heating up. All right, and Leon, calm, me. Leon, calm, just calm down ever so slightly. If you sorry, Ian, sorry. Right, there's something that uh, if I get you right, uh, you, you you come on here. You've got a, you've got a PC. I understand, and it's overheating. And you've uh, you come on. You phoned up in show, and then you've asked me. You want to cool it down, presumably. It's, it's over. It's overheating. It's it's malfunctioning as a result of the temperature. Exactly, and you've come yeah. on here, and you've suggested to me that there's something that is cooled by water that's running. No, around. no. Is that, is that what you, you're saying? No, you advised people to to place water inside the the case of the piece. Absolute PC. nonsense. Well, I, I mean, absolute nonsense. Do you want me to? I've come on here in good faith, Ian. I, d- I don't really have time. Let's just try. Let's just, no, let's just try another on one. Here. You'd accuse yeah. me of all sorts. Well, you did. So, you did serve. So, you served three never, years in prison for stalking Charlene Spiteri. Neil's on the line. Neil. How dare you? Hello. 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 Ian. You're through to Stephen Murdoch. What's your question, please? Hello. Yeah, basically, I've got a question about canals. Um, I was wondering, um, I like pole fishing on canals. No, 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 no. If there was any um, computer technology that I can use to aid my fishing, pole fishing on a canal. Are there any apps? ridiculous. Any apps, Stephen, to aid, um, well, there are some apps that will aid your pole, but that will aid pole fishing for Neil. On canals. Right, I've got an app for you. I've got an app where you can you can put together your pole and shove it where the sun don't shine. That's that's not very nice. I mean, I, I was, I mean, I, I, I yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm going to go in a minute. I'm the radio presenter, formerly of WM in the Black Country, where there are a lot of canals and a lot of canal fishes. And you want to what? An app that does what? Well, so I wondered if there was any technology that would aid my fishing, basically. But just a simple question, you know, quite innocent, really. Right, you know, okay. I'm not being, I'm not an offensive Wednesday night warrior. Right, well, no doubt there are some apps that will tell it's you... It's not the Charlene Spiteri you're talking to, Stephen, so a bit of respect. She, she gave me that, come on. Singing, dancing all over the place. I heard well, the message, honest, I, I, I'd rather talk to Ian anyway, if if I'm quite honest. Right, will you speak to Ian then? I'm going. Oh, you you hang up then, Matt, pal. Go on, hang, hang yourself up. Right, thank you, goodbye. Ta-da. How's it going, Ian? Talk. We will try again, don't worry. We'll um, just think that we need to have, we can't... Every show can't be kind of complete freeform nonsense, nothing in it. So we, we, maybe that was a bad start, but we will, we will learn from our mistakes. We're a new station, we're a new show. Um, John's on the line. Good evening, John. Hello, Ian, my 
my darling? <laughs> yes, John. Uh, is the technology man gone? He's he's um he's yes, we've lost him. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame, that because I had a right old predicament. Ooh. What was what's what's your problem, John? Well, well I think of on your recommendation on the on the radio, you you suggested one day, I believe, the bare naked ladies as a band. Yes. And um. I, I went to search it up on the the, the oh. keyboard screen, and um, I, I typed it in, but I, I I accidentally left out the bear. Yes. So I just searched naked ladies. Beautiful. You see? Beautiful. Um, forty-seven times. Yep. Yep. You, yes. I need to get rid of that ideally because it's not my computer; it's the libraries. So. Um, you, should, you should splash out on your own computer, John. I don't. I don't want one of those. No. I, people asking me to sign up to the Twitter man and all that. Well, thank you very much, indeed. No, me, me neither. Um, Kath, you can come in for Gatford. Hi there, boss. I love putting on weight. I can see now. I'm watching the show. On, I've got. I can see the Periscope feed, right? Periscope.tv forward slash Ian Lee. Yeah. I love that. Hey, why are you saying that when I'm on the air? No, I will. <laughs> is that is that a dig? You're a, no, 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 not at all, not at all. I wouldn't now. I'm one of you. I'm a fat man. What? One of us. Oh. You're not one of us. You've what? only had this for the last 20 minutes. Oh, what have I got to do to... Um, fair play, if I have a big poo, I'll, I'll lose a lot of weight. But what, yeah. what have I got to do to become one of, uh, one of the fat posse? Well, don't talk about people being part of the fat posse. It's oh. like, you know, don't mention that. Just embrace it. Okay. But uh, just don't... Don't go on about it. Okay. Talk about it. Okay. So are you saying I am fat? In comparison, no. Thanks very much indeed. I appreciate it. What have you got for us, Gatford? Well, I was calling up to speak to Stephen Murdoch, uh, but um, he appears to have um, done a runner. Unlucky. Yeah, well, fair enough. You know his loss, I feel. His loss. Well. Um, what, 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 what's your topic, topics? Uh, well, we're going to... Who are we speaking to? I don't know the name of this Melissa woman. Melissa Kitto. Melissa? Kitto. Kitto. She, she sounds um, Southern Hemisphere-ish. She is, I think, a Kiwi by birth, but she now lives in the States. OK. And if you want to see her website, communicatewithangels.com. I've seen how much she charges. They're bareneck. Well, they don't come cheap. Well... Does she, does she kind of put you in touch with one, with or...? A, yes, with a heavenly body. No, you're making it sound like a, an escort service, which it's... Well, I don't know, maybe it is. Maybe maybe you can have sex with an angel. Dot com. Dog, surely. Dog? Dog. Dog? Sex with an angel dog. If you want, yeah. You can ask her. I don't know whether she'll set you up or not. But... So the police burst into my house today. Which one of them, Stuart Copeland or Stig? Thanks very much indeed. He made the police gag. And for that, he's banned for the rest of the show. Russ is on the line. Evening, Russ. Evening, Ian. Do you believe in angels, Russ? All right, mate. Not bad, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, maybe you didn't hear me. That's a brilliant answer to a question I didn't ask. I asked, do you believe... No, no, it's fine. Do you believe in angels? I've, well, I'm a bit sceptical, but I'd like to believe in it. You know what I mean? Ten minutes. Ten minutes time. We're going to have content. No. Content. No, half past eleven. Oh, these are half ten. No. Oh, an hour. In that case, an hour. An hour. An hour. An hour. In ten minutes' time, Russ, we will have um, a, an angel expert on. I don't really know what an angel is. It's supposed to be some kind of guardian, guardian angel thing who watches over you. Yeah, I you, like to believe in those things, but I'm a bit sceptical. You can't describe something 
by using the word that you're describing. So saying, <laughs> what's an angel? Well, it's kind of a guardian angel type thing. I still don't know what an angel is. Is it like a ghost? No. It's a guardian. Angel. It's a, it's a messenger, isn't it? It's supposed to be God's hey, messenger. Let's get Russ's interpretation of it. Go on, Russ. What do you reckon it is, then? It's supposed to be someone who watches over you, isn't it? You know, an entity that watches over you. Is is bullshine, though, isn't it? It's one of them things, isn't it? We don't know. I like to think. I've had experiences in life where you think, well, maybe I've got one, but... I've had experiences maybe, in life where I've had maybe, one. Well... Back to sexwithangels.com. Dot org. Dot dog. I had, a, I had a question for that Stephen Murdoch, and he's gone. He's gone, mate. What was the question? Maybe maybe I can help. I w- well, I want you to know if it was going to... If, if it'd be if it'd be safe to fit um, a 25cc petrol strimmer engine to the wife's rampant rabbit. But it's got to be... It's got, so. Hang on, I've got a punchline for this. It's got to be worth a crack. <laughs> That's not bad, is it, Russ? That's not bad, is it? That's not bad. It sounds particularly crap in my ears today. Yeah. Does it sound at yours? Mm-hmm. More so than usual? Yeah, I think. And my it microphone does. sounds distant, doesn't it? Are you talking into the right bit of your microphone? Take the, Is take, that the cover, take the cover off. Can't. It's got a thing on it. It's got one of them, like, what are they called? Just take it off. Just work Can't. it off. Can't. Just work it off. It needs scissors. You don't need scissors. It does look. It's, cable, got, it's got a cable tie. Yeah. But it yeah, sounds very crackly. It still sounds weird. Ah, the studio's pony. That's why. Don't worry. You'll get sorted tomorrow. There's a lunch happening tomorrow. Excellent. Hope the bosses are ready. Emails have been sent. Mutiny. Mutiny. 0844 499 1000. So much to talk about. So little time. I went for a swim today in a swimming pool that I have not used since I was 14 years old. So 28 years ago. And I didn't go for a swim, actually. I went for a steam in it. And I really wanted to see a man driving, drying his penis with a hairdryer. <laughs> but... Do you want to explain why? It's not no. just something you're into. No. It was unisex. It wasn't unisex when I was a kid. It was unisex. What? Changing? Uh, yeah, well, you got, you got cubicles. All right. But, yeah. And here's, here's the rub. I'm going to sneeze. Hang on. Oh, yeah! Oh, bless you. Here's the rub. I went out of shower. What do you do in the shower in the swimming pool? Uh, lather up. You strip off. Mm-hmm. I was stripped off having a shower. And then as I was drying my... Um, Testicles. There was a sign that said, "If you're going to be naked in the shower, don't, don't be, don't be naked in the shower." Oh, I thought, well, that's a bit late. Another swimming pool I go to, the shower's poolside. All oh, right, so you've got to go in with your trunks on. You've got to go in with your trunks on. Ideally, what age do you stop your children from showering naked in front of other people? Um. Well, it's different with little girls. It's more of a faff to get the cosies off, so I just stick them in fully clothed. If it was that scenario. I reckon the boys could get up to about fifteen. <laughs> I reckon probably about seven or eight. No, it's too old. That's too old. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one two. I'm on the other side of the cold. I'm on the other side of the cold. But um, I thought it was half ten. It's, it's throwing me slightly. It's my fault. Um, I'm still struggling to speak a little bit. Mm-hmm. This, by next week, by next week, it'll be it'll all be groovy, man. Um, if you want to give us a call, oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I don't believe in angels. Um, 
I think it's um, uh, bullshine. I think it's complete and utter nonsense. But I'm prepared to listen to a woman who charges... Let me just get that figure. Hang on. $697. (gasps) What's that for? That's the Angelic Business Secrets course, including Angels Direct Connect private session. Oh, blimey. $700. What's that? 600 quid for Angels. I just think... I'm fat. I'm looking fat. Well, if you sit like that... No, I feel, I feel it. I feel fat. I can feel an obstruction mm. um, that's preventing me from reaching my maximum potential. Can you turn the outer rim of the lights off? Yeah. Go and answer those phones, because I'm about to make them go mental. Right. I'm about to make them go mental. And can you ask Edith to put that call through as quickly as possible? Hang on, let's do that first. Let's do that. Let's do that first. Don't, don't chat to them. That's my job. Yeah, that'll do. Beautiful. What's he chatting to them for? I don't know. That's my job. Don't chat to them, Ed. Put them through. It's my job. It's my job. Neil, what are you talking to him for? Ian. What are you talking to him for? Hey, I was talking to Ian. What? I was talking to the other Ian that put me through. There's no other Ian. Yeah, it was that Ian from New Zealand. He's called Id. 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 Well, he, he said Ian. But what, what were you talking to him for? He was probably pretending to be you. He probably wasn't pretending to be me. What were you talking... No, he probably was, actually. Well, he probably wasn't. But actually, what, what, what I wanted to talk but about But what were you was, talking to him about? I, I'm, I, Neil. I, I was... Neil. I, was, I listened, Neil. first listened to you on the radio Neil. from Neil. CWM. Neil. Yes. What were you talking to him about? Uh, it, he was trying... He, basically, what I was talking to him about was the um, adversities of O2 network communication because he oh. he tried calling me back and then he hung up. Right. Uh, and I was going hello, hello, and he's going hello, hello. Yeah. In his New Zealand accent, I can't quite get it. No. Um, oh. But anyway, what I wanted to say yes. was, and I, I hope I can say this on talk radio. Well, it depends. Are you going to be racist? It's not. No, it's not then racist. probably can't say it. It's just something about uh, BBC WM. That's all it is. Go on, then. About your, about your time on there. Yeah. And it was, at Friday's, uh, you know, at two o'clock, it was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Me and my brother... We, we worked all week. We, we used to listen to BBC WM primarily for the traffic updates because we were mm. in and around that area. Yeah, you like roads. So it's quite useful for that. Yeah. But anyway, after Caroline Martin on a Friday... Yes. And bringing it, you know, from her, going through Caroline, coming to you... Yes. So you used to like that show. That and, was... That and was, I love that show. fantastic. Another place well. I was and, shafted, the, And but... Kimberly. Yeah. I, I don't know if you talked. You have you, have you talked to Kimberly since? Who couldn't? You could. You could never say hello to her. Oh, you I know what you mean. Yeah, yes, no, I've not spoken hello. to her since. She's not found me here yet. How long have you been listening to this show on TalkRadio.co.uk? On Talk Radio, well, oh, literally probably about a couple of weeks. Okay, and how are you finding it? Um, I'm finding it quite random. 
Right. But oh. that is part of the beauty of it, yeah, if I'm totally the, honest. That's yeah. the charm. That's the charm. Yeah. Is it um, as good or, as the WM show? Uh, I'd, say, I'd say it's better. Boom. Because Boom. it's just so... It's, I didn't want to give the BBC you've got, you've got my full... You've got a bit full... more freedom. You've got a bit more freedom. I didn't want to give the BBC my full potential. Didn't want to give it to them. No, but on, on this platform, you can Here's a thing, Neil. I'll tell you a thing, right? Can I stand up? Does go this on, go no. up? I tell you, I've got terrible indigestion. Let me stand up. I don't know we do this, but I don't. I feel a bit... I feel a little bit uh, windy pop, so I'm going to stand up just while I drag. Here's, oh, the, yeah, here's the stand thing. Up. I've got because I'm going. Well, I, I might. I might literally let rip. Here's the thing, right? <laughs> when I was there, and you know, I used to do Saturday shows as well. Yeah, Saturday morning. Right, yeah. I was there on. We. I was broadcasting when um, Catherine dropped her baby. Had a baby. You know, yeah. Princess Kate. Right, and, yeah, I was, yeah. and I was thinking, oh, please don't have the baby during my show. Please don't have the baby during my show. Right? She had the baby during my show. And I was thinking, oh, God, no. Because we had a new boss who didn't like me. New boss phoned up and said, right, can, you need to get an expert on now. And I said, I don't want an expert. You need yeah. to get a royal expert on now. Do you remember this? What, like Nicholas Witchell or something? Like Nicholas Witchell. We got this royal expert on, right, which I didn't want to do because I think experts are boring. And I said... Wait, so you want to say, oh, what what do you make of this, yeah. this birth, blah, blah, blah? They don't know anything no, more than Actually, no, no one wants to know about no, it. No. You know what? She's given... A, a human being has yeah. given birth. I didn't want to mention it. And we had to get... Every so minute of the day. Neil, we got an expert on, right? And I said, right, so so it's a, it's a girl. And the expert said, well, we don't know for sure. I said, no, it's a girl. He said, well, those are the rumours. I said, she's just had the baby. You don't know about it, do you? And he went, oh, no, let me turn the TV on. And he had to turn the TV on... To, he was the flipping expert. He'd been out having a wee. So he was watching Sky News and reading yes. out what they were Thank saying you. on Sky News. Thank but you. I, do you know what? I could be an expert in and that case. And then, after the show, and we might as well say this now. Shall I, I'll be a talk radio expert correspondent gonna, for, any, for any major occurrence. We're going to get you in a minute. I'm, gonna, I'm late for a minute. Do you know what? If anything happens... Shut up. Okay. Right, then... <laughs> Then she phoned do, me up. Do you know what, oh, I'd, be, you know what I'd really want to do, though, Ian? Well, is it, it's not brilliant. It's, it's not shut get up, me is involved, it? Get what? me involved. Get me in, you, you know, one of those one-on-one what? talk, phone-in, radio conversations. Right. Tell you what, shut up. Then, Neil. Yes, hello. She phoned up after the show and said, the way you handled that was, was awful. It's not what we want on the BBC. It was inappropriate. Right. I said, oh, flipping it. All right. I'm really sorry, right? That was the boss yeah. of the station. The next week, the boss, her boss above her, the boss of the region, cornered yeah. me. And I thought, oh, flipping it. I'm going to be in big trouble now. It's Mr. Jennings. In the mailbox. In the mailbox. And he said, Ian, I want to have a word with you about your coverage of the royal birth. I'm thinking, oh, God, I'm going to get the sack again. He said, I listened to the output from all of the region's BBC local radio shows during that breaking news and i have to say yours was the best coverage by a mile it's exactly what we should be doing on bbc local radio it was breathtaking it was fresh it was innovative and it was funny i said right yeah. could you go and tell the boss who slacked who phoned me up afterwards to say it was awful boom <laughs> boom <laughs> yay then then they sacked me Anyway, that's enough of that place. You want to be a one-on-one okay, yeah, that, that, talk that, radio that, correspondent? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll I'll I'll, I'll put it out there right now. Yeah, right. I, I'm in Brecker's tier. 
But you, you, I inbred, want to vote leave. Inbred a deal. In, in the EU referendum. Oh no. I'm going to vote to leave. Yeah. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang, on a minute. hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let's and not... I will tell no, them exactly up. why they no, they are wrong. Neil, shut up. We can't talk about that because we're well, in. Why not? It's talk radio. You no. know, I thought you got the freedom to talk about anything. No, of course we haven't. We have to abide by the laws of the country. You plum. We're leading what, up. What? No, shut up. There are rules, right? A is boring. Oh, B, right, it's a bit boring. B, B, I've, got a better, I've got a better thing to talk about. Can I about. just explain that in the run-up to elections and stuff, we're not legally, right, we're not allowed to talk about those elections. So what I have to say now is... Right. ...that there is an opposing group of people who would like to stay, and you can find both arguments by typing in boring on Google. Done. What was the other thing right, you wanted to talk okay. about that won't get the, me in The trouble? other thing, the good thing... Right. Jeez. What is what is a good excuse to have the day off work tomorrow? Here we go. Right, because right, Neil, because, I'm, because I am because Shut. I am drinking. I, I thought so. Because I am drinking your body weight cider. Yeah, and and I probably won't be in a worthy state to You're work. Not in a tomorrow. worthy state to have this conversation. So I need to put it out there to Neil. the talk radio masses. Neil, hello. Say hello to Chris. And my microphone Hello, is being turned off. How's it going, Neil? Uh, you're right, Chris. How's it going, Happy mate? Happy birthday, mate. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm just, uh, I'm feeling a bit bloated, to be honest. Uh, what, have you had a few bevies, like? No, no, I don't drink, actually. I just had a massive bowl of, um... Oh, right, so you're probably the wrong person to ask it, uh, what, after drinking three litres of uh, white lightning. Uh, yeah. what, what's a good excuse for having a day off tomorrow? Uh, I, uh, I was going to speak to HR about alcoholism. I think they're pretty good at that. Well, I was just thinking about what about the squits or you know, you know, a bit of a headache, flu, or yeah, maybe no, twenty-four-hour thing. Nah, nah, it's bank holiday coming up. I was thinking I could probably get you know a good four day out of it. You know, four or five day weekend. I think I think you need to go deeper than the squits, mate. I don't know. I don't know if you can get four days out. Deeper than the that's what do you painful, do for a living? Mate, if you want to go deeper than the squits, that's quite painful. What, what's your job? I'm a driver. So obviously You're I'm not going to be legally I'm legally I'm not going to be able to drive in the morning. Right, okay, so you're a driver and you'll be pissed in the morning having neck. Yeah, but I'm not going to, I'm, obviously I'm looking for a good excuse, I'm not going in, but I need a yeah. good, a good solid, you know, stone wall excuse, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't, I don't think I can help you there, mate. What was your name? My name's Neil. Neil, Oh, come yeah, on, you've, I got, mean... you've got to help me, mate, come on, you, you must have, how old are you? I'm 32. 32, I'm 31. So oh, we, we've both, we've been around the block a few times, you know what I mean? Oh, yourself, Jesus. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I... I oh, when I, well, when I'm I had sorry a normal if you're a virgin, I didn't mean, you know, no offence to virgins or anything like that. And that, yeah. that includes a whole talk radio nation, you know? Well, hang on a minute. I'm not offending any virgins. I don't think you can... I don't... Listen, I know you can be anti-Semitic and you can be anti-Muslim and you can be racist and you can be homophobic. I don't think... And maybe this is the last great taboo. I don't think you can be anti-virgin. I don't think virgins... I this know, is it. Well, I think Jamie Corbyn might have something to say on that. He's not a virgin. 
Yeah, but it, it, if if someone was calling someone a you know a, 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 the v word expletive virgin, yeah. then he would probably have something. To say well, they couldn't that. call them an effing virgin because that's an oxymoron. But that the the irony that in gag. that, that makes it even gag. brilliant. Yeah, Neil. Hello. I, I I suspect your boss probably knows that you won't be turning up tomorrow. No, because my boss is actually. <laughs> My boss is actually my little brother. Thanks very much indeed. Uh, Chris! Ian! Hello, mate. How's it going, man? Yeah, that that's, that whole skit had a punchline and everything. That was fun. I know. All right. Yeah, what you got for us? I didn't us? know where it was going. I didn't know where it was going, to be honest with you. did I, mate. Yeah, yeah. But how's it going? You're still feeling pretty... Uh, I mean, you, you're kind of watching your pace around like a caged bear. I'm feeling better like... than I was. I'm fat. Good. I'm fat. And that's annoying yeah, me and upsetting not, me. I was going to say, listen, I know exactly that... how you feel. I reckon you just had a big meal. Did you have a big meal before you came on air? I'm eating a lot of... I'm on these tablets and they make me... Um, they make me hungry, but they also make... Don't, mm. I don't realise when I'm full up, so I won't think I'm full yeah. up, so I'll just keep eating. What did you eat? Um, load of cookies. Can you stop fingering your, yourself on, on, on Periscope? Um, a load of cookies, yeah, no, that's that's not good. Yeah. That, that's gonna... Yeah, you need a little peppermint tea or something. I've got a Roy Bosch. I'm gonna have a Zantac and I'll be sorted. Nice, nice. A little bit of red. But I'm better than I was yesterday. Better than I was yesterday. Tomorrow's show will be a corker. Why? Roger McGuinn from The Birds. He might be on tomorrow or Friday. We're talking to him tomorrow. We'll see. Roger McGuinn from The Birds. I mean, your your what? cultural references are always just outside mine. Classic. Classic, mate. Yeah. It's timeless. It's you timeless know the classic. Stuff. I'm a Beatles fan. I think we overlap there. But apart from that, you seem to be a bit more... Uh... You don't know The Birds? No, of course I know The Birds. They did... Um... Why Did Birds Suddenly... No, no. They, that, that was a song that involved birds. The Birds nice? did... You don't know Give me what... a clue. Oh, gee, really? Hang on a second. No, no, I do know the book. I, I do. I've just. Hang on. Oh, try that out. My computer's gone. Um, all right, try this one. Um, uh -huh. Here we go. Here we go. Are we going to have a bird's, a bird's quiz? Here we go. Here we go. Yeah? Yeah. Sorry. You put me on the nose, please. Uh, you don't want that one. All right, hang on a second. Let's do let's do a classic then. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You want a classic? You want a classic? I'm determined to get one of these. You know this? You know this? Than that, I thought you could dig the deeper. I think I'm sure I am. I... Here we go then. Here's the entry level. 
No, it's a more It's got to be a hit that I'd know. That was it. Turn, turn, turn. Flip by the flipping birds. Now that was Travis, wasn't it? Oh, for crying out loud! No, it still sounds rubbish. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, Andrew's on the line. Yes, Andrew. Oh yeah, yeah. Just ringing up about angels. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, thought I saw one. We thought we saw one once. It was my birthday, and we'd gone to the park. We were only about sixteen, seventeen, but we'd we'd got someone to get some beard, you know, like you do. And um, there were like me, and my girlfriend, my mate, and his girlfriend, and then we like let this other lad from college come along. Like it were a bit simple, but it was funny. So we were there having a drink, and then this woman walks through trees in like this white gown, like these little white shoes on. Yeah. And she sits down, and like Darren is like, he talks like this, duh, 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 duh. and he's like, let her have a beer. So I'm like, all right. Was Darren played by Harvey Keitel in those adverts? Yeah, that's that's that's, that's who it is. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. And, <laughs> and anyway, so being grown-ups, we decided we would play hide and seek. So Darren and this random girl, this angel who we thought were an angel, um, they were going to find us, but they never come to find us, and we come back, and you know. Darren was there kissing her. I'm like, ooh. Dar- Darren was kissing an angel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did a grown-up thing and threw stones at him. Yeah, of course. Stop him, yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> and then we decided we'd, we'd leave the park, and then this police car pulls up. Um, it turns out she wasn't an angel. She'd escaped from local mental institution. Yeah. But it... For, for for a brief moment, for a brief drunken moment, we thought it were an angel because. Why would you think it was an? Why would you think that, that this poor soul was an angel? Because she was just so weird, <laughs> and she liked Darren. Well, yeah, yeah, I suppose that would be the thing. And did, I'm I'm guessing, as um, responsible, worldly wise teenagers, yeah. you ripped the whatever out of Darren for copping off with a lunatic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I went police woman like called her over, and she, she like shouted as you know she's escaped from, you know, local mental institute, and then she went who's been giving him alcohol? Darren went Andy, dropped me right in it. Good, good mate, Darren. I don't like this guy already. He deserves everything he gets. Yeah, yeah, idiot. Yeah. So yeah, that's closest I've come, but I think it, you know. Frankly, it's all a load of rubbish. So the close, just to clarify, Andrew, the closest you've come to an angel is when your simple, drunk teenage friend cops off with an escapee from a lunatic asylum. Yeah. Brilliant call. Thank you very much indeed. There you go, you see? That's how it works, dear listener. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Angels. Um, yeah, so, ah, this is what we were going to talk about yesterday and we never got round to it. The drying of the genitals. Did we we mention this? Was it at the end of the show we mentioned it? The drying of the genitals, um, primarily by men. I can't imagine women doing it in the in the changing rooms at sports centres and swimming pools. And they get the hair dryer and they dry their whole body. And I've seen them do this. They dry their. It's normally bald men who are really hairy all over their bodies. Right? And they will dry their, 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 whatever they've got on their head, and then they'll dry their horrible fluffy chest hair, and then their, their hairy arms. And then I've seen men actually drying their penises, their anuses, and their balls. Sorry to use medical language, but I just, I feel I have to, to get this, um, this story across. 
And it's just, they've banned it in, in one, um, it was in the paper yesterday, I don't know what the flipping story was, I didn't even read it. But, it's just obviously wrong. Now, if you're one of these people, can you give me a call, please, and tell me why the hell you do it? I would be afraid of singeing the tip of my penis, the bell. I would be terribly worried about um, hot bell syndrome. That's what I would be concerned about. So I wouldn't want to do it. <clears throat> Although some hair dryers, they don't have them in, in swimming pools, really. Some hair dryers have that button so that it goes cold. Now that, that, I could be interested in. If you've ever done it, 0844-499-1000, or if, you, if you've uh, ever seen it done, and it is just a bloke's thing, isn't it? It's primarily a bloke's thing. Hair dryers are in the news again today. What the hell is going on with this world? This sick world. This is in the sun. And we're not supposed to buy the sun. Because it's, um, made by, um, idiots. It is, really. But, I think John was talking about this earlier on. So, um, um, massive know-it-all do-gooder sucky blowman Dyson. What's his name? Tony Dyson? Steve Di- James Dyson, right? So he invented um, Hoovers, and he invented silent fans. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, now he's invented a silent hair dryer. Jeez, I, mean, I, thought, I mean, I thought um, necessity was the mother of invention. It turns out, bullshine is the mother of invention for Dyson. Vacuum firm Dyson has invented a revolutionary hairdryer, but it will set you back. Guess how much this costs? Three hundred pounds. Three hundred pounds for a hairdryer. The supersonic, named after Sid Little, that's a joke for the kids, is almost half the weight of regular models. And makes much less noise. The best thing about hair dryers is turning it on when the kids are watching Horrid Henry. So you annoy them. Turn it off! I can't hear you. The hair dryer's too late. Turn it off, Dad! I'm watching Horrid Henry! can't hear you. It's too loud. I've only just started drying my hair after years of not drying. Didn't dry my hair for years, Billy, and then I've discovered that actually it makes a big difference. It does. I haven't got any more. I haven't, I haven't had it for quite a few years, so... Uh, Anywhere? I wouldn't know, but... Uh, yeah, man, places. In places. In places. What you got for us, Billy? Uh, well, first things first, I've been listening to the full podcast. I don't always get the chance to listen to the show. It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Uh, thanks Thank to you. whoever it is who's uploading them on YouTube. Well, there. Um, but you're an idiot, by the way. What the hell? Well... Where did that come I, from, Bill? I, I, I had to listen to... I have to kind of listen to them. I'm a little bit behind, so I listened to one the other day. Yeah. And you were having a game of iPod roulette yes, with a lady. Yeah. And Gatford was uh, judging it. Yeah. And you said that All My Loving is not a good tune. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, it's, it's, that's fighting talk almost. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, actually, it's actually Paul McCartney's favourite song that he's ever written. No, it's not. Do you know that? 
No, it's it not. Is. No, it's I've not. I've heard him say it. Where have you heard him say that? Give me the evidence. Where oh. Paul McCartney says, oh, my favourite song I've ever written is All My Lovin'. No, it's not. It's, it's, a, it's one of, a, a, I think it's a song that he's most proud of. That's it. Right, so it's already, true, already, after, after ten seconds of questioning, you've changed your story. Oh, OK, all right. Maybe I was trying to be a bit, um, you know. But he, he said it's, a, it's the one he's most proud of, and it's, a, it's an absolute tune. It's in my top three. Well, let's hear the other two, because it sounds pretty ropey so far. Uh, in my life. Yeah. And the other one is a, actually was a double, I think it was a double A side. Right, so I'm going to have both of them at top three. It's uh, She's a Woman and uh, the other one. So, one of your favourite Beatles songs, yes. you don't know the name of. Um, I do know the name of it. Go on, then tell me. The tell me the name of it. It's, uh, it's, um, I feel fine. There you go. Was she, was it a double, I don't think that was a double A side. Yeah, it was a double A side with She's a Woman. I don't think it was. Oh, well, check it. You got Google? I'll check it. She's a woman double A side. Yes. Uh, Beatles. There we go. Um, No, mate, it's it's the B side. It's the B side. Yes, oh, mate. Okay. I thought it was a double A And also, okay. that's a rubbish song as well. What is wrong with you, Billy? Oh, What's your top three, then? My love don't give me presents. Oh, what a tune. Well, what are your three? Um, I've just seen the face. <clears throat> uh, tune, yeah. Um, let me think. This, this is a good question. I'm glad you've asked me this. Um, oh, oh, for no one. Yes, true. Thank Absolutely. you very much yeah. indeed. Much better than yeah. any of the rubbish that you happen to have mentioned. And, um... Down, 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 Is that the game? The third one we have to hum because you don't know what the name of it is? That is the game, yeah. <laughs> the game is afoot. Do we do it again? Yeah, go on. I need a, need another drumstick, right? Dum 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 dum. Yes, we go. Thank you very much indeed. That is a tune, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great one. Billy, listen, I've had fun sparring with you. I think we can all agree. One thing we can agree, of course, is that the monkeys are much better than the Beatles. My last try. Thanks very much indeed. 0844 499 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to... Talk Radio. So, in the next hour of the show, angels... Um, not massive thing. Uh, drying your privates with a hairdryer. Have you, have you ever done it? you ever seen anyone do it? 0844 499 And, 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 and. I must tell you... Uh, we're asking rude awakenings. How, what's the worst way you've been woken up? I tell you why, this morning, this is absolutely true and terrifying, I was woken up by, um, two policewomen bursting into my bedroom with their batons unfurled. All of that and more after the news. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road, it's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay. 
tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When new adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my own in bed asleep and I'd taken a very powerful sleeping draught as I often do to help me sleep a very powerful narcotic which um was effective immediately and so I'm fast asleep and I kind of woke up roughly about quarter to eight and I heard the kids going to school heard shouting and the kids going to school and then I fell asleep again and then a bit later I don't know how much later I heard some more shouting I thought well the kids oh the kids are back Nothing too unusual about that, because my youngest didn't go to school. Eldest came back from school yesterday, because he wasn't very well. I thought, oh, he's not well again, he's come back. But it's quite an impassioned shout. And then I kind of drifted off. And then, there was, my bedroom door was kicked open, right? And I'm in bed, and I open my eyes. Groggy, a chemical grogginess from the sleeping draught. And this woman, and she was a big woman, right, came in shouting with um, a big long stick, waving a stick. And she was shouting, who are you? What are you doing in that bed? Get out of that bed. I thought, flipping heck. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Gideon, stay there. Come to you in a second. What? I went, what? And then another woman came in, right, with another telescopic baton, right? This is absolutely true story. And they both went, who are you? What are you doing in here? I was thinking, flipping it. Did I take such a powerful narcotic that I've fallen asleep in someone else's house? Honestly, I was completely lost. First of all, I thought it was a dream. Then, um, Ed, there's the phone number. Phone call. First of all, I thought it was a dream. Then um, I thought I was in someone else's house. And then I thought, sweet Lord, I'm being, um, I'm going to be robbed. We'll get Kath in for that as well. I'm going to be robbed. This is it. This is how I die is two women 
beating me to death. Make your own jokes. And then I saw they were wearing police uniforms, and it took me about 30 seconds, 20, 20, 30 seconds to see that they were wearing police uniforms, right? So I didn't really notice it. And I, um, they went, who are you? Come on, tell us, who are you? And I, in my panic and in my sleepy haze, I gave the wrong name. I gave the wrong name, Gideon. Hello. Yeah. Hello, finally, finally, after you've just dribbled all that nonsense. Tell him, still, no. Finally said hello to me. I'm telling the story. We're not even, that, we're not that, even. That story wasn't even going anywhere here. You know that. We're not you even. Needed, you needed a local person to come in what? and say, Ian, that's going nowhere. Uh, but this, just put the phone. Do just, all hang, stories. Hang that up. Talk to, talk to some random dude right. who's wrecked up and he can, he can right. um, alleviate things. your boredom. Two things. Three things. First thing, shut up. Second thing, why have you changed your name from Neil to Gideon? Third thing, this actually happened and not all stories have to go somewhere. <laughs> yes, my name is Neil, but I changed my name to Gideon purely for the fact that I like politics. And I chose Gideon. Yeah, well, actually, I'll let you talk. Tell the Talk Radio Nation or listenership uh, what the Gideon means in politics. I'll let Shall you. Shall I tell you that. why you changed your name? Shall I tell people why you changed your name to Gideon? Well, I wanted to get through that one. No, well, should I tell you why you changed? Your, should I tell people why you changed your name to Gideon? Uh, it's it's not it's George Osborne's real name. That's what. That, that's, okay. that's I, I was going to say it's because you're a dick, but it doesn't matter. E- either of those answers. Uh, would yeah, be correct. I, I actually, yeah, I am a dick, but right. I am, uh, yeah, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm not. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to go into any more swear words or slanging matches or nothing like that. Honestly, right. What I wanted to talk about. Right. Is can, I, can I? Can I? Can I? My show. Yeah, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Just my, to talk my, about my, show. My, sh- my show. My show. I know it's your show. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Quite a rude man. Don't hang up on me, please. I, I might do. Can Wait, oh, please, mate. You... I'm not. I haven't been offensive. No, you've just been really. a, a I'm knob. Not, I'm not even offended. A, a worm or an ant on the street. Okay. There's, can you I know? tell you? Can I, can I be complete? You know, Neil, shut Jamie up. Corbyn, shut up. Jeremy Corbyn's. Shut up. I'm. I'm. Shut up. So shut on up! The, on shut the up. middle line, shut up. sitting on the fence. Shut up! My arse is so painful. Shut up! Sitting on the fence so much. Just That's shut it, pal. Just shut it, pal. There we go. It saves me having to say it, right? Okay, Can I tell I you know. something I've noticed since giving up alcohol nearly twelve years ago? Really? Is that a long year? Drunk people are really, really boring. So I'll, I'll give you something interesting then. I bet you don't. I bet, I bet you don't. <laughs> I will, actually. I bet you won't. All right. Do, do you want me to give you... I'm drunk, yeah? Yes, mate. Do you want me to give you something interesting I bet right you can't. Now? You can't. <laughs> I'd like you to... Let, let's try. But I bet it'll be, uh, right. I bet it'll be really dull, because yeah, drunk people it, are dull. It's probably a bit... Probably a bit above all the people what listening now. Are you suggesting, Neil, that you're in- more intelligent than the rest of the listeners? Um, well, what I'm, the information <laughs> I'm about to give them <laughs> is of a higher so, intellect, and they will understand I'm it. I'm so glad I don't all drink. All they'll understand oh, God, it is like Transformers, Max, 
uh, Kemp, he refreshes bars. Yes. Oh, where, where's a 24-hour off licence? You're such uh, a rude man. A 20, what's a You're number? such a rude man. That's it, that's You're it. You're such a rude man. I'm not rude. You are quite rude, Neil. All right, do you want, do you want me to give you some intelligence? I'm really, I've been waiting for the, the, the I've been waiting for that. And okay. I know Good I'm not going to get it. What's this? Oh, I'll give it you right now, yeah? Right now. Richard III was not buried at Bosworth Battlefield. Like I said, drunk people are boring, man! That's... Uh, d- 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 that, that is... Boring, man! And you know why Leicester have took hold of him? That is wrong as well. Because he's from York. Well, but but what? But he's this Richard is of York. this is this is the thing. Yeah, but this it's no, wrong. Neil, Neil, Neil. It should be a big thing. No, it should, it, this is a big thing, though. It's Richard it's of shut York. Shut it, pal. It's shut it, pal. Right, that seems to work. Shut okay. it, pal. Who is that? Right, in a second. It's shut it, pal. Is 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 that? Is that's not um, that MP? What's his name? Um, yeah. Sadiq Khan. Who's that? Sadiq Khan. Who? Who, you? No, Sadiq Khan. Oh, he, God. He wants, to be, um, he wants to be the mayor of London. Just shut it, pal. Did we get a word in Edgeware here? All right, then, bloody... What's his name? Oh, it sounds like, um... What's his name? Well, oh, big... Big tune, that, that white man that thinks he's black on Radio 1. What are you beefing on about? Are you real? Can I, re- can I talk to a real person, please? Are you real? No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk to edits. Uh, you know, I have to talk to real yes. people. What are you oh, beefing I'm, on about? I'm much rather prepared to talk to you, Neil, Neil, I'm going to cut you off because you're the most boring, rudest person I've spoken to in ages. Drunk people are so boring. He was just like, I mean, I imagine if you sewed him up, he'd also be incredibly rude and boring, but coupled with alcohol. I tell you what, 0844 499 1000. So, go and get her, go and get her. Oh, that was sudden. So the police come bursting in, right? Who are you? What are you doing in that bed? What are you doing in that bed? Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Ah, Kath, come here a second. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 come here. Oh, I can't talk to this guy. Oh, come, no. Come around. Oh. I can't talk to the guy. Okay, Uncle Yo, you might as well. You, you deal with him. I'm, oh, I'm, no, come on. You deal with him. You're a good last night. <sighs> Here we go again. You're listening to Talk Radio. Give us a call on 0844-499-1000. Hello, line two. Hello, it's Noel Taylor, the inventor. Oh, hello, Noel Taylor, the inventor. What have you invented? Um, it's just uh, about Paradise Earth again. Um, yeah, this is the one question... where you wanted us to donate our faeces to go towards building an uh, alternative planet. Is that right? No, no, it's the planet Earth. It's, it's this planet. So what's the poo for? It's, it's for the deserts, to go into the deserts. Of course, how silly of me. Go on, carry on, Nil. Yeah. Yeah, Ian questioned how you can invent making people live for hundreds of years. Yeah. Uh, well, it's because there's no stress on Paradise Earth. 
Um, but it's part of this earth. So, it's just made out of poo. That's quite stressful, no? <laughs> no, it isn't. Go on, um, silly. Yeah, thousands of years ago, people lived for hundreds of years. Uh, it's in the Bible. Mm. Uh, as it was in the beginning, so shall it be in the end. And also in the Lord's Prayer, on earth as it is in heaven. Um, also, the recycling of poo that everybody uh, will have to do is at the start of Paradise Earth only. Right. Because then what will happen? Um, it's just just to, to to answer your question yesterday, you questioned about the recycling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you said there wouldn't be recycling, yeah. but then we started out recycling yeah. poo, so yeah, but, but, there was a bit so of recycling. It's just, it, yeah, it's just at the beginning. It's the right. recycling, and then and then yeah. and then what? How come we can stop? Uh, well, we, we, um, uh, after it's um, paradise in, in in the deserts, I'll work on the west of of the earth, and uh, people won't won't have to because the 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 poo will be in the in the sand. Um, it's just for the deserts, so so the rest of the world won't have to bother. Right, I got you now. So they can just live as normal after that. Right, that seems perfectly reasonable. So we're living How as... How rude of Ian. Oh. Why? Why do you think it's rude? He doesn't want to speak to me. I think he's... Do you know he what I think it is? Do you know what I think it is? What? He doesn't understand. doesn't understand. Oh, right. You're frightening him with your vision. No, he's highly intelligent. It's quite a frightening vision. <laughs> um, he's told me a secret about you, though. <clears throat> that you're not just an inventor, oh, you're also a composer. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, Leon Roliath. Yeah, I've got three albums out. Have you? Barcode's Too High and Moving. Barcode, and they're available via, what, iTunes or Tidal? iTunes, Amazon, Amazon, Spotify. Oh, really? All of those, Napster, you know, there's loads of them, there's tons of them. Wow. And I'm bringing out a new album called called Easy Life. Right, and what's the inspiration behind that? Um, it's, uh, well, I've got a very easy life, and uh, Paradise Earth is going to be an easy life. And, Listen, um, it does not sound like an easy life. You've got a lot of, I mean, the poo aside, you've got a lot of work to do. You're going to be getting rid of, I mean, this is what I recall from yesterday, and it was quite a complicated vision, so forgive me if I get this wrong. You want to eliminate time, is that right? Yeah, um, yeah. You want to stop people dying, so they're going to live for hundreds of years, like like in the Bible, that 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 true bit in the Bible about people living for hundreds of years. And uh, you yeah. also want to eliminate education and what else? Was it poverty? Well, well the, the uh, schools there'll be, be no schools, but you'll have educational DVDs to tell you how to shear sheep and uh, deliver cows and things like that. Right. Things that you'd need to know. Well, this doesn't sound and, like an easy life. It sounds like quite a, a difficult, if you know, probably rewarding, very rural life. Um, yeah, well, it'd be self. Everybody'd be self-sufficient, and um, yeah, it'd be very easy. All right. Very easy life. No, no stress at all. Yeah. No work. Have you got your? As such. Can I ask you a question? Have you? Yeah. Got your organ handy now? <laughs> no, uh, it got ruined. Oh, yeah! I, I remember. How did it get ruined? Uh, well, well I, I got a load of um, plaster on onto it. Spilt some bloke spilt a load of plaster onto it. A, a builder. Yeah, I remember go, going back from um, uh, Ian Lee's show mm. on the train, and I had my organ on a stand, 
and it was, it was terrible trying to get it through the carriageway. Well, could you not take the stand off while you were m- moving it about? No, it's a joke. Organ on a stand, yeah. Bad joke. Uh, so, the plaster, <laughs> how are you going to um, crank out your new album? How are you going to drop some more hits when um, you've got a plaster-filled uh, organ? I use a professional producer now called he, Matt Waddle. And you can use his organ? Records. Uh, he's got everything. He's got yeah. a mini Moog and the lot. He's got the works. Good. Don't take it on the train. No, it's bad news. I can't stand trains. It's too stressful. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I mean, if that my organ had come a cropper like that, I would keep off trains too. It's nice to talk to you, Noel. Nice to speak to you. You take right, care of yourself. Care. Bye. Bye. Noel, the inventor there. Is that all right? Yeah, it's fine. I think he sounds... I mean, I think he's got a vision. I just can't. Go on. Hop it. Hop it. <clears throat> It's our news, isn't it? Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Very strange vibe this evening. Very strange vibe this evening. Um, I don't quite know what is uh, what is going on. Um, oh yeah, so I've got to stand up again. I was such bad indigestion. I really are. So the police come busting him. Who are you? What are you doing here? What are you do? And I gave the wrong name. I gave them the wrong name. I gave... Uh, Ian Lee isn't my real name. It is my real name. But only because I changed it by deed poll. It's not my birth name. No, the birth name is Ian Rugby. So I went, oh, oh, I'm Ian Rugby. And I've not used that name for years. So I don't know where, where that came from. They said, what are you doing here? I said, I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. This is right. Get dressed. Come downstairs. And I was like, flipping it. And this was absolutely terrifying. I got dressed. I had my pyjamas on. I put, I put my jeans over my pyjamas and I put a shirt on. And I went downstairs. Basically, what happened? Some chance had broken into my wife's car and she'd left some stuff in there. And they'd scattered it all down the street. The police had seen this. They then climbed over the uh, the wall. They had to get, they were telling me they had to get the, pass, the Royal Mail, the parcel force guy to give them a, a bunk up. And I said, oh, that's a bit... And, and and that meant that he then didn't deliver my parcel, which is outrageous. So they climbed over, and they saw that the back door was open, and they came in, and they thought there was a burglar. And here's the thing, dear listener, here's the thing. They thought that I was a burglar, because what burglars do is if they're in a house burgling, and they hear the police coming in, they strip off and they jump in bed and they pretend to be asleep. And so the police come in and go, who are you? Go, oh, well, I'm just, I work nights. Uh, I'm just having a sleep. That's all I'm doing. And so they thought I was actually a burglar in my own house. And all I kept, I kept thanking them. And then they wouldn't leave. They wanted to wait until my wife got back. And I said, oh, she's going to be ages. And I couldn't get hold of her. We'll wait, sir. I was going, oh, they wouldn't sit down. They wouldn't sit down, Marie. Would they not? Oh, gosh. Oh, dear. Yeah. They, sat, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't sit down. And I kept saying, oh, why don't you sit down? Distorting is how it sounds. Why don't you sit down? They said, no, 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 we, we'll stand. And so I'm sat there. Would you like a cup of tea? No. Flipping heck, man. Give me, give me something. When someone offers you a cup of tea, you say yes out of politeness, don't you? Usually, yeah. You do. How have you... Have you been rudely awoken, Marie? Steady. 
I've had a couple, actually. Um, Right, um, I used to work night shift in a hospital, and we'd go for, like, an hour's sleep break, and then I was obviously woken up sort of mid-days by um, an emergency, so that was quite a rude awakening. And um, I had one where my partner at the time, he um, he woke me up looking for his house keys, so oh. he was trashing the place looking for his oh, keys. That no. was a very real. And you know when you're half asleep and you think, oh, someone breaking into my heart? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty strange. And then there was one time, which was quite a serious real awakening, um, I, I went to have a visit to the toilet half asleep, and then... Uh, I could smell smoke. You're, 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 I thought for a second, I thought we were going down the Reva, Reva stink Oh, no. Oh, no. No, I mean, no, no, no there was a fire. No. Flipping it. Where? Yeah. In the house. Where yeah. in the house? Uh, it was in the front room. How did yeah. that start? Candles? Tea uh, lights? Uh, it was uh, a drunk partner um, who thought he'd put his cigarette out properly <laughs> and he hadn't. Flipping heck. Uh, yeah. So you I know, had a in, staging bladder that night. <laughs> in about 20 years' time, let's say 20 years' time, people will will laugh when we tell them, let's say 50 years' time, when we tell them that we used to make small fires in our house to smoke. We used to light these things and smoke them in our houses. People would go, what, really? Really, really, Grandma? You used to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would sit and we would smoke these things and it would... uh, They will find that incredible. They will, yeah. And now we've just got these utter plums who... uh, The vapists who are on the vape sticks. It's quite funny. I'm not a smoker, but it's quite funny seeing people with the vapes because... They're deliberately doing them indoors, thinking that they're doing something really bad. Oh, they think, they think yeah. they're so cool. Oh, look at me, I can sort of, sort of yeah. smoke indoors. It's not actually smoke, so you can't do me for it. Well, actually, you're an idiot. You're making um, addiction, nor- you're normalising addiction. They're still addicted, Marie, that's the yeah. thing. They're still addicted. They're addicted to the nicotine. And I, I, what annoys me, right, and this is what really annoys me, is my kids will see this... I mean, they've already talked about cigarettes. They call cigarettes smokers, right? And, but my kids will see people vaping and will think that that's normal and that's acceptable behaviour. And it's yeah. not harmful. And yeah. now we'll get loads of vapors going, well, it's not actually harmful. You don't know the long-term effects of it, guys. You don't know what's in it, do you? No. Either. It no, do you, remember, when, you won't remember because you're young, but when smoking started, it was, it was at doctors would recommend you smoked. It was that's seen right. as a healthy lifestyle choice. Yeah, and they would they would give alcohol to pregnant women, wouldn't they, as yeah. well? Uh, Guinness. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cra- crazy days, Marie. Crazy days. Uh, I just have to say, this is the first time I've ever listened. And when I first put the radio on, I thought, what the hell's going on? Because it yeah. was all people who intoxicated having <laughs> a bit of a... Yeah, we have to ask, Marie, what, what um, alcoholic or narcotic beverage have you imbibed this evening? I haven't. Maybe I should try one. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have snuck through the. How? So you've never listened to this show or this no, station before. Uh, this station. I've only just downloaded the app. How did you find it? Just on the internet. So what? You were just at home googling one night. Yeah. Pretend radio stations. Yeah. And I thought, I just wanted to listen to talk shows. You know, like in the olden days, like where the olden could, days. when we didn't have many channels on the telly and yep. all that yep. malarkey. And I can always remember good old chat shows, and I thought, I wonder if they still do them. And then I googled radio talk, and this came. So How have you it. found it, Marie? This show in particular. Um, uh, Go on, it's, you can be honest. It's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, you can be honest. It's entertaining. Yeah, no, I thought it was like a joke station. You know, with the arguments, yeah. I thought they were um, 
like an act. These are all... Re- <laughs> Sadly, Marie, these are all real people calling in. It's not even a Friday night. No, I know. Wednesday. Where are we? Wednesday. You wait yeah. till... The Friday... Because this is a new station. We're like week six, I think. Right. So it's, it's still early days. The Friday shows have been really weird. You think this is weird? There's been a real tense kind of vibe on a Friday. Right. People are just sort of kicking off, are they? Yeah. Everyone's got a bit of an attitude on a Friday for some reason. I don't quite know why. Oh, maybe uh, they can't get into A&E and they're venting out the Thank you. Yes. Well, if, if we are easing the pressure on the NHS, that'll do. Marie, I'm so You're glad you found us. Yes, thank you. Do keep listening and call us again, won't you? Thank you. Thank you. Ta-ta. Bye. We have ways of making you talk. Okay, so, um, live to Virginia in the United States to, um, to talk to Melissa Kitto. Good evening, Melissa. Hi there. How are you doing? You're right. Great, thanks. Now, you, um, run communicatewithangels.com. Yes. Tell me a little bit about it. Well, uh, it's a site for people who are interested in learning to communicate with the angels or guides that are around all of us. And not everybody believes in that or has that kind of a conversation, but I think everybody can relate to the idea that we have inner guidance. We have hunches and sometimes ideas and inspirations that seem to come out of the blue. And so most of the time we're picking up these ideas and messages and maybe not paying attention or um, talking ourselves out of it. And so what um, we help people do is to pay attention to that and actually, you know, use those hunches, impressions, that more intuitive side of yourself um, in a practical way and actually to have a two-way communication with your angels so you can use it to help you in your life. See, I quite like the sound of the hunches and the intuition thing. I quite like. Generally, if I look back on my life, when I've gone with my hunches or my gut feeling, I would say generally it's paid off better than when I've gone against my hunches and my gut feeling. But aren't, Melissa, aren't the hunches... Um, and I'm enjoying saying the word hunches. I don't say it often enough. Aren't they built up from kind of life experience, you know, that you, you get put into lots of different situations and that leads to an experience of life and the ability to make decisions. You're saying that it comes from actual angels. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it can come from both. And for sure, we have our own sensitivity and our own life experience. Like one thing we talk about is you are the sum total of all of your experiences over this lifetime. That's really why you're here is to learn and grow spiritually. Um, but to enhance that even more, we actually have a team of um, angels or guides or helpers, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't really matter, that are helping us and guiding us along the way. And so sometimes, especially when it seems to come out of the blue and just pop into your head out of nowhere, that's not coming from you. It's actually coming from, you know, this higher source of wisdom, your personal team of angels. How many angels do we have? Well, everybody has a different number, and it depends on what you've come to do. So some people just have one or two, and that's a person who's just come to work with things or ideas. Uh, A person that's come to work with people probably has three or more. You know, I've met a lot of people that have five, six, even seven. um, Because you need more help when you've come to work with people. So everyone has the number of helpers that you need for, Uh, you know, your purpose in this life. And what do they... Can you see them? 
Well, usually you can't see them. Can you um, see them, Melissa? I have had some experiences in my life where I have seen them yeah. and it's been just at random times in my life and those times have been looking like this a bright ball of white light. Oh, yeah. But most of the time we don't see them physically but you see it through your inner vision, you know, visions coming to you, the inner voice, inner feelings and inner knowings. Is it like auras? Because I, I believe in auras. Yes. Well, so... Each person, the real you is energy. Yeah. You are energy or Thank light. You. Yep. And so you can see that energy that we are, and that's yeah. what we call the aura. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was at university, I would always see the lecturers, when they were sharing about something they were really passionate about, I would start seeing the aura, because yep. they were always standing in front of a white board, a white s- background. I- I, sorry to interrupt, I've been arguing with my producer Catherine about this. She doesn't buy auras, okay? I do. And I used to see it when, um, in assembly at school, when um, people were up on stage talking, I would see their auras. Yes. And when you were younger, you were more relaxed and more tuned into this. As exactly. we get older, we sort of get more sceptical and yeah. talk ourselves out of it. Yeah. I'm sceptical about angels, um, Melissa, but I'm, 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 how, would, how would I go about contacting my angels and building up a relationship with them? Well, the first step is to um, be relaxed. And so you can learn ways of just kind of being more relaxed and more tuned in and more connected. And a simple way to get started is just simply to ask, angels, give me one word. And you would just take a deep breath and relax and take note of the word that comes to you and just write it down. And then you can expand that to two words or a phrase. And so it's a really simple way. You know, you don't have to write... Um, write and write a lot of stuff, but you're just getting a few words that that is bringing a message coming in. And how do you know? Stop, Catherine. Please don't type rude things on my on my screen. How do you know it's angels? Because um, th- there are lots of um, um, people around the world in different religions and different kind of ethnicities and different backgrounds who um, you know they meditate to either get in contact with their god or their higher power or to kind of clear the brain and access parts of the brain that we don't normally access. Why do you think that that is angels? Well, it's based on my experience. So when I was 12 years old is when I had the first experience of actually my angels talking to me. And I was very young, and I didn't know if I even believed in the stuff. It was just something that my mum was encouraging me to do at the time. And I asked my angels a question, and I got an answer in a way that I knew it wasn't me. So as far as, you know, can I prove if that's angels or God or anything else, I really can't. And in a way, I think it doesn't matter what you call it. I mean, some, angels has a very religious connotation for a lot of people. It comes from sort of a Catholic religion, that word. And really, you can call it anything you want to. But my experience over my lifetime has really gotten me to the point of just knowing that that is, that is the truth, that... You know, we can hear them. Um, they've shown themselves to me from time to time. And just having so many experiences where it can't be denied, you know, that there's something else helping, whether you call it angels or anything else. I don't think it matters too much. But I think the key is that we're not alone. You know, we have help if we mm. tap into it and pay attention. Um, um, all right, okay. Supposing I wanted to, like, sign up and become a full-on angel dude, how much would it cost me? 
Well, I mean, there's different levels. Um, I have an ebook that is uh, $27, and that is a really great way to get started. It gives you a lot of um, tools and ways to receive messages. Yeah. And we actually receive messages through four different gifts, um, feeling, vision, intuition, and prophecy. And yeah. so you can learn ways to use all of those. And if I wanted to, to go up to the next level? Do you get better angels the more money you pay? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> you know, all of this stuff is just a service. And, um, you know, I also have an online course. If you want to take the next step to go yeah, deeper, on. that is 97 US dollars. Um, but I just think of it as education. And obviously people can invest at the level what, that what's the they course? want to, just like they would lessen any other education. Which is the course that's $697? <laughs> um, I think I have a course on there called Seven Steps to a Spirit Guided Life. Yeah. And that is an online course that really goes deep so they get a personal consultation with me. Yeah. Um, I also give them some readings about their purpose and then they, they get a full, like, video course um, and things like that. So. And how, okay, for, for the $700, how will that change my life? What, what benefits would I get once I completed that course? Well, um, it's, what I'm all about is like helping people to learn tools and techniques so that they can find their own answers for themselves. So I don't just give it all to you and do it for you. It's like empowering you to have the tools to, first of all, communicate directly with your own angels. Yeah. So the benefit of that is, hey, any time you um, have a decision to make or you come to a challenge in your life, you can ask them very direct questions about, is the timing right for this? Um, is it an alignment for me at this time? Is yeah. it in my best interest? So you're getting that bigger picture. And then um, that course goes on to your spiritual purpose in life. So what that is and then what it means to you and how you can kind of overcome any blocks that are getting in the way, any fears to fully embrace their purpose because I think a lot of people know that they have a purpose in life and a reason for being here and but they're not sure exactly what to do with that and they're See, having that, these feelings like that I would find more helpful. to my yeah, life yeah, yeah. how to do it that, that I would find helpful because at the moment this is you know genuinely I'm lost man I don't know you know I don't know what, what where I'm supposed to be <laughs> heading yeah yeah, and the thing about it is most people are taught to look outside of themselves for answers, like what am I supposed to be doing for my job? What did my parents tell me I should do? What did my friends tell me? And so it's like we're taught from a very young age to look outside, and really the answers lie within your own inner guidance. It says and on your so website you can um, help me earn more money. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's all part of it too is, you know, being I mean, materially successful yeah. is going to support you. So it's like we don't have to deny that's a, a common sort of misconception yeah. about spiritual things is that money shouldn't come into it. But money is just a means to an end. It's a, it's how we support ourselves yeah. on planet Earth, and it's really just a game. Um, so it's important to have a balance of all of those things, but not to say just because I'm spiritual I have to be poor as well. No, and that's interesting. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you addressed that because you're right. There are some people who think, well, spiritual, it should all be um, should be free. But hey, listen. And you've got to put food on the table and pay the rent, haven't you? Yes, exactly. Do your do your what do, 
What do your friends and family think, Melissa? Do you, do, when you um, said to... I don't know your family setup. so excuse me if I'm saying something out of turn, but when you said to your parents, right, I'm going to um, um, teach people how to um, contact their angels, did, did your mum and dad go, oh, for crying out loud, Melissa, what are you yeah. on about? Or did they go, no, that sounds like a good career path? <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. No, um, actually, it was my mother that got me into it in the first place. So she does a lot of the same stuff as what I do. She doesn't do the online courses, but, um, you know, she was really my first mentor. My dad, no, it wasn't, he's passed on, but he's not, he wasn't so much into the angels and intuition thing, but he was a spiritual person. And, and, you know, the thing my dad said to me was, I know that, and me and my sisters, I know that you'll always be successful. So he supported me and whatever I wanted to do, even if it wasn't, you know, something that he totally agreed with or resonated with. So I'm very lucky. Yeah. All my friends and family really get this conversation. And, you know, I don't really have people in my life that tell me I'm crazy. And a lot of my clients do. That's a really common thing they'll say is everyone thinks I'm crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to be around people that get this. Yeah. Melissa, listen, if it works for you, then that, you know, that's great. The website is communicatewithangels.com. Um, how, how does your day pan out? Do you have, a, like, a full day of... Um, you know, meditating and talking to angels and teaching other people, or do you do, like, normal stuff as well? Like, watch, you know, Jer- Jeremy Kyle <laughs> no, and I stuff. I do have a normal life. I have a, a three-year-old. Oh, God, good luck with that. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got, I've got a four-year-old. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. Keeps me very busy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and that's the nice thing about these tools is it's not going to take all day long. It's very simple. It's going to take just a couple minutes um, as because we're all busy and we have a lot going on. But when you can bring these, you know, simple tools into your life, it's just going to enhance it even more. You know who you are, what you're here to do, and, you know, and feel like you're just tapped into um, some guidance and help. Melissa, it's really nice to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. There we go, Melissa Kitter communicatewithangels.com well she was delightful wasn't she and before you start judging her and what she does just compare her and her attitude with the attitude of Neil who's phoned up twice completely drunk I know who I'd rather spend more time with I want to say obviously bullshine like, I, I can't be rude to people. It's weird doing the show standing up. I quite like it, actually. Like um, Dr. Fox, in some ways. Um, I can't be rude to people anymore. I can't do it. I can't, you know, I could have. it would have been easy to have gone in. By the way, 0844-499-1000, if you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. You can talk about that if you want. You can talk about anything you want. Um, I could have, it would have been easy to have gone in with, for the kill there, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to do it. I'd say, what's, what's changed in me? That make she was just a nice she was just a nice lady wasn't she, basically she was a nice lady talking utter um, guff, but um, I I guess you know it it works for her, you know it works for her to me. It's the same as talking about Jesus or um, Muhammad or Allah or you know the um, the um, the uh, elephant gods that the uh, Sikhs have they're the cool gods. Or Zeus. Do you know, to me, to, you know, it's nice stories, like the stories, like the sentiment behind them, don't mean anything to me. You know, for me, it's a made-up story. But if that works for you guys, then that's all well and good. You know, as long as you're not, you know, killing people in the name of that, whatever that may be, then, um, you know, get on with it. Get on with it, sunshine. 
08444991000. My voice is going. But it's fine. It's fine. I will give a talk tomorrow. Where am I giving a talk? I'm giving a talk somewhere. I don't quite know where I'm giving a talk, but I'm giving a talk somewhere. Well, I've got the paper. There's absolutely nothing in the papers at all today. Absolutely nothing. The best story in the paper. Well, obviously, there's, there's Hillsborough. It's me saying there's nothing. Well, there's Hillsborough. Not the front page of The Sun, though. The Sun um, decided not to put that on the front page. I mean, they've done a big spread inside, but come on, guys. Huh? Come on. What else is in The Sun? Not a lot, really. There's the hairdryer story. Seems to be the biggest story of the day. Seems to be the biggest story of the day is that, that um, Dyson... Oh, we haven't finished the story, have we? Look, so it's a £299 hairdryer. The Supersonic is almost half the weight of regular models and makes much less noise. Dyson invent Flipping heck! Dyson... Oh, wait, 444991000. We'll call you back for the next ten minutes and after that, straight to air. Dyson invested £50 million. £50 million quid... Into hair dryer technology. That's insane. It's maintenance free. Well, what maintenance is there for a hair dryer? And it should last longer than its rivals. James Dyson, 68, said regular duck dryers are heavy, inefficient, make a racket, and cause extreme heat damage to hair. He says our version solves these problems. I just kind of think, is anyone, would you spend 300 quid on a hairdryer? Really? 300 quid? On a flipping hairdryer? It's just ridiculous, isn't it? The well, Do you remember the other week when David Guest died? And how quickly we've forgotten that in the, the wake of Prince and Victoria Wood. And I said... But when David Guest died, things felt weird. Right, there was a shift in the universe. I still think that shift is going on. I, I do think it's happened. I turned to page 15 of The Sun, and I'm pictures of it snowing in April. Little nod to Prince there. Cricketers were forced to take shelter from snow yesterday as unseasonal blizzards blasted Britain. Unseasonal blizzards. Something has happened in the universe, and I don't know what it is. It feels weird, doesn't it? Don't you think? I feel weird, man. Something is not right. Directionless, lost, clammy, cloudy. Maybe it's the medicine or one, I don't know. There's a, a strong possibility that's the case. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. The wintry weather delayed the... What? The wintry weather delayed the Specsavers County Championship match. Meanwhile, freezing Arctic winds... It's April! ...caused huge waves to crash in County Durham. And commuters in Middlesbrough had to wrap up to keep off the flurries. It's nuts, man. Something very, very weird is going on. And this is the start of it. The week after, a few days after David Guest's death died, uh, David Guest's death, three massive earthquakes, one in uh, Japan, two in Japan and one somewhere else, I can't remember where, 
like 500 people dead. Something's going on, man. Something is going on. And then we get this story by John Sturgis. Sturgis, as far as I'm concerned, is... Um, I can't say that because it's a swear word, but he's a stirrer. He's stirring. I've got a dog now. Right? I'm always a cat person. I now own a dog. We don't get on very well. We tolerate each other. Did I let her back in? She she may have been out in the garden all night. I just don't know. I just don't know. Dog, she'll be all right. She's a dog. Well, what did dogs do before how, before people? Just lived out in the woods, didn't it? Dogs dislike being hugged by their owners, a study has claimed. Oh, come on. If they didn't like it, they wouldn't let you do it. It's the same with putting your finger up their bum. If they didn't like it, they wouldn't let you do it. You've got to hold them down. But they get stressed due to being immobilised when their instinct is to run away. They love it. Flipping dogs love it. My dog today, when the coppers are in the house... Oh, she would love being cuddled by the police. Canine expert, Dr Stanley Corrin, analysed... Do you want to hear what counts for scientific research these days when it comes to your dog-human cuddle experiments? Canine expert Dr Stanley Corrin analysed 250 pictures of dogs hugged by adults and kids. Pick, he looked at pictures. He looked at flipping pictures. He said the pets showed signs of discomfort or anxiety in 81% of the photographs. They appeared to be comfortable in just 8%, while the remainder were neutral. You're having a laugh. Doctor, go and find a cure for cancer. Go and find a cure for cancer or something, for crying out loud. Dr. Corrin, a professor of psychology, fair play, he would not be able to find a cure for cancer. At the University of British Columbia, Canada, said dogs are designed for swift running. Immobilising him with a hug can increase his stress level. Sam, can you believe that? I can believe... Well, I, I didn't actually hear that, but... Did you burp? Did I, what? Huh? Did you burp? No, I didn't burp. No, I just... Um, I, I didn't hear what... Um, oh. The talk up to that, so... Well, it doesn't... In that case, it doesn't... It doesn't matter. What you got for us, Sam? Um, I want to talk about your... Um, uh, the rude awakening. And I've got a story that's not morbid as such. It's just <laughs> bizarre, really. Go on, let's have it. Let's have it. Let's um, okay, I was a young... I was a young carer for quite a long time, um, leading up to my mum's death, and I was basically, my dad wasn't around, he was in Scotland, and so I was living effectively by myself, but in the house of my mum, and the house was a mess, because obviously I was about 13, 14, so I couldn't really look after myself, yeah. and so I was just sort of surviving, and um, I missed school for like three days, because I was just, because I was unwell, Yeah. and they called... You were bunking off, yeah? No, I what? was unwell, and I looked after my mum, and basically... Um, the police got involved because the school hadn't have, hadn't heard of me and heard of me, from me and my mum for a while. Oh, so they came in, and it was the, it was a really changing day because 
I was I was naked in bed and I, I woke up and I was panicking because obviously my room was a mess and like my mum was in bed and she was really, really ill yeah. and not with it and I had to explain to her what was going on yeah. whilst you know naked but I mean you know, naked yeah but obviously with, oh, uh, with the police there obviously it was a bit kind of but um, it was just one of those things where obviously it wasn't a rude awakening because you know they were only caring for me, which is fine. But like, it's one of those things where I don't really think about it too much, which is why it's like a really fresh memory. Because if you think about something loads and loads and loads, memory becomes faded and not true. If that makes sense. But I don't know. It's one of those things where like, I remember. I, here's it, another. I just remember something else. When the police burst into my room, yeah, and woke me up. Do you know one of the first thoughts that went through my head when I realised they were police? Hillsborough. Mm. They heard me slagging off the police last night, talking about Hillsborough, and I'm going to be disappeared. I genuinely, for a second, I thought, oh, God. First of all, I thought, who are these strange people? It's weird, you opening your eyes, and there is a stranger in yeah. your room shouting at you. It's creepy. Oh, it's terrifying. Even though it was a woman, it was, it, well, perhaps it was even more terrifying as a woman, I don't know. But um, <laughs> then I thought, this is it, I'm gone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be disappeared. They're going to they're gonna bump me off. Sam, I've got to go, because we're... Um, Coming up to the news. And it remi remind me, on the other side of the news, to tell you about the time I th genuinely thought I was going to be murdered and disappeared by the Pakistan army. Absolutely true story. I thought, I stood there thinking, this is it. I, I am going to be vanished. No one's going to know where my body is. Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Coming up to the last hour of the show, we'll take your call straight to where... Uh, don't call us now, but jot down the number, please. 0844-499-1000. You can call in about anything you want. We can talk about angels, or we can talk about um, rude awakenings, or uh, hair dryers, or dry... We've had no one call in to confess to drying their genitals with a hair dryer at any point in their life. Come on, guys. I can't believe for a second that you lot of perverts out there don't do it. Of course you do. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio is back. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. Ian Lee on air and off the leash. On Sork Radio. We have ways can. of making to tell. But I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field Gone fast with a girl named Bo But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star I've never spent much time in school But I taught ladies plenty it's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, 
I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. So this doctor has uh, done a, um, a si- what he is calling a scientific study, guys. Just, he just looked at pictures. Oh, for goodness sakes. Professor of psychology, for goodness sakes. He looked at photographs. Actual photographs. I don't trust photographs, and I do not trust uh, news footage that is taken from uh, mobile phones. I don't trust news footage. Because I want to know what happened for the five minutes before and the five minutes after that news footage was taken. This is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Uh, the way this hour of the show is working at the moment is I sit here and I talk nonsense for as long as my voice will hold out. You call up 0844 499 1000. I touch the screen. I say, line one, you're on the wireless. Um, hang on a second. Give me a second. Skakatukabaga, Alan. Ega biga fat baga. Makata digu mahina bayan munich. Makata belege kasa katohoya football. Mikata lask makiko athletica marine makika taka one nil. Ah, spectakente ka tofo boring. Sayonara. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello there. Uh, I wanted to get on the Ian Lee show. What would you like to talk about? I actually wanted to talk about, well, yes, if uh, anyone had experiences with hair dryers. And I just wanted to say, well, uh, I have. I've got a, quite an in- entertaining story for it. Can you tell me what the story is? Uh, yeah, I can tell you what the story is. Well, um, basically, I, I had to use it to kind of cool myself off. You see, when you're young and you get your first girlfriend, you tend to be a little bit excitable and you know how men can be they can be quite visible when when they're excited so i had yes. i had to use a hairdryer to call off my uh, call off my balls you know to Your stop balls. the excitement yes do you reckon that's um do you reckon that's a, a good subject to have on the radio i mean it's quite oh, embarrassing yeah. even telling you so i guess maybe well, not ready ha- to have it on the radio hair dryers are hot aren't they no, they had it had a cool setting. Cool you know, they setting. can blow cool yeah. air. Yeah. And so you just you just talk. Do you, do you expose your balls or do you do it through your pants? I, well, no. The, the the best way for me, you need to take the pants off. Man, I mean, I, so it's your not, balls are it's exposed. Not really hit. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's something that we... I'm not going to put you through to Ian. I don't think it would probably be the right thing to talk about this evening. But thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. Thanks thanks for having me on. Do do, 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 do try and contribute again. I just think tonight that's... 0844... 499-1000. 499-1000. Calls cost seven pence a minute, plus your access charge significantly more from uh, mobile telephones if you, uh, if you want to. And that's the papers. That's the flipping papers. Oh, the other big story. With Paul McCartney's daughters kissing each other. That's not weird. It's in an affectionate way. So that isn't, that is not weird. It's literally, that's not weird. So, there's these, the other big story. So the two big, the three big stories, right? Hillsborough, obviously. 
silent 300 quid hairdryer and someone uh, drawing on cats. Those are the big stories of the day. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I mean, oh, oh, they've been clipped. In one paper, they couldn't be cleaned. In the mail, they've been cleaned. I see what you've done there, you bloody cats. They are at an age when they should be happily chasing balls of wool. What is this, the 1930s? Who has? Do you have balls of wool at home? No one has balls of wool. You know you can buy clothes really cheaply. Thank God for China and Taiwan. Instead, these two kittens are recovering after being daubed with green and blue marker pens by Yobs. Yobs did this, guys. Yobs. The four-week-old Toms, nicknamed... Oh, jeez. Shrek and Smurf. Now, I never got the attraction of the Smurfs, okay? They're Belgian, aren't they, Smurfs? I think they're Belgian. So we had the Smurfs cartoon in the 80s, and I never got it. It was just, huh? And then they rebooted the Smurfs in, like, the last four or five years, I think. And there's a, there's a film, and the kids have watched it. And I, I, I just don't get it. I don't get what the fuck... You know that Smurfette, as well, isn't a real Smurf. You know she was made by Gargamel so that all the Smurfs would get horny, and uh, they would follow her, and Gargamel would... I don't know what I don't know what he wanted to do to the Smurfs. He eat them. Instead, uh, oh, there we are. The, the, these two cats were handed into a cat charity after being found in a house by police. Katie Lloyd of Bradford Cat Watch Rescue Kitten said, "We've dealt with some horrendous cruelty over the years. Tell me about it. We were talking about it yesterday. Chopping their heads off. These cats got off lightly. These cats got off lightly." We've dealt with some horrendous cruelty over the years, but this is barbaric. It's not paint or spray. We reckon it's been done with marker pens. Now, and and here's a nice touch, right? I don't condone this. This is awful. This is awful. But she goes on to say, both Smurf and Shrek were meticulously coloured in. That's a direct quote. There are concerns... The pens may have caused serious health problems. The story then goes on to tell us cats lick their fur to clean themselves. Y- yeah, we know. We know what cats are. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We know what cats are and what cats do, of course. Cats lick their fur to clean themselves, and chemicals in the ink can be toxic in larger amounts. Permanent marker pens also contain solvents, trust me. I know that can harm cats if they breathe in the vapours. Miss... Oh, no. This can't be real. This Oh, this is horrible. I, I, I hate some people. That's why the angel lady was nice. These people are asses. Miss Lloyd feared the kittens were coloured to be thrown to a pack of dogs for sport. She claimed cats are died, so punters betting on the outcome can know which one has just been killed first. No. She said, this is not cats, a couple of idiots colouring in kittens. This is serious barbaric cruelty. And now they've washed the cats off. Right. They've washed the cats off. 
but they've got still got their their kind of nose is still kind of green and one is still kind of blue. That's quite cute. I like that, but I still wouldn't recommend doing it. Don't condone it. Let's go to line uh, one. Yes, line one. Sorry, I didn't see you. That I was busy. Hi. Hello, Alan. How you doing, buddy? Sorry, I'm late, mate. I was I was in the booth all night. Yeah. We, we, you, what did what happened? What did you get up to? Oh. I was drinking salmon calipatsi, having a night out with the lads, but I was watching on Periscope. Seven cans of Pepsi? Yeah. You must be off your nuts. No. You no, sound I'm a... still sober, you but s- if I have five more cans, then I will be off my nuts. You sound a little bit, um, hyper. Well, what's Diet Pepsi? Oh, in that case, it's fine. And yet you were watching this programme on periscope.tv forward slash Ian Lee. On uh, my iPhone. While you were out with the lads. Yeah, because I was telling them about the show. Oh, yeah. And they were interested. What? Who are the lads? What are their names? There was Gok. Gok. As in Gok Wan and Steve. As in Steve Allen? No, Steve Clements. So you were out with Gok Wan and Steve Clements? Well, that's my nick- His real name's Paul, but we call him Gok because he looks like Gok Wan. All right, okay, okay. He- he's a homosexual that gets women to take their clothes off. No, he's straight. And he gets women to take their clothes off. Well, he's married. And does he get his wife to take her clothes off? Is anybody nude in I this story? I don't know. Okay. Why well, doesn't affect me? It's own business. Okay, it's literally, he's right, guys. It's none of our business. Those questions were completely inappropriate. What you got for us, Al? Well, I was, I was wondering, does anyone still collect sticker albums? Panini? Yeah, for you, a 2016 sticker album. Um, my boys uh, collect stickers, but like Star Wars and stuff. Yeah, because I spent £10 on getting some stickers for the Euro 2016 sticker album, and I've only got two swaps. Just remind me, Alan, how old are you? 36. Yeah. Um, you've only got two swaps. So you, you want, who, what, what have you, what have you got that you want to swap? I've got Adam Liana of England. Alan who? Adam Liana. Adam Liana, yeah, of England, yeah. And Aidan McGreedy of the Republic of Ireland. A.D. McGreedy? Aidan. Aidan McGreedy. McGreedy. Of the Republic of Ireland. And who would you ideally... You never know, this might work. Who would you ideally like in exchange for those gentlemen? Oh, well, I'd ideally have Wayne Rooney. Yeah, I thought there would have been loads of Wayne Rooney's. And Alan Wamsey. Who? Alan Wamsey from Wales. Alan Wamsey, okay. Okay, well, let's let's put it out there, Alan. Let's see what happens. You never know, you might get lucky. It just looks up top. I suppose it's inappropriate for you to go down to the playground, isn't it? Well, it's too dark. Alan, thanks very much indeed. 0844 499 1000. Well, the way the, uh, this hour works is I sit here in a darkened studio in South London and um, you can call up. You can call up and you can do anything. You can talk nonsense, you can have a go, you can... Whatever you fancy. If you're going to play a song, <clears throat> and I hope we get some calls, because I don't know if my voice is going to hold up. If you want to play a song or a bit of audio or something down the phone, you can do. I would suggest don't have it on um, speakerphone. Just put your phone next to it. 
Um, yes. Put your phone next to it and do it that way. Because speakerphone is pony. Here's the thing. Tennis. I'm not a fan of tennis, OK? Well, I say that. Am I a fan of tennis? I don't think so. I don't think I'm a fan of tennis. I'd have to give it more consideration. Um, no, I'm not. I don't like it. It's boring. What am I talking about? It's boring. I've seen it. No, it's boring. It's dull. Here's the thing, right? Wimbledon. If you get knocked out in the first round, have a, have a guess how much you win. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Don't call him for that, because I'm going to tell you. Hang on, maybe. Line one. Have a guess how much you win if you get knocked out in the first round of Wimbledon. Uh, goodness knows. It's £30,000. Wow, and that's for getting knocked out. In the first round. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, why not? I'll do that. I'll have that. Yes, please. Easy. Easy money. Easy, Literally easy money. you just got to stand there. New balls, please. Why not? If got thirty grand. Okay, where do I sign up? Can you get... Right, you know you can get, um, <laughs> like, breast surgery to, to make your... Enhance your breasts, and you can now get um, buttock surgery to enhance your buttock. Uh, I'll believe you. Well, that's true, you can. You can get um, yeah. in, bum, bum implants. Steady. Uh, yeah. Bumming plants. I'm saying mm. bumming plants. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> I don't know which way we want. No, I'm saying bumming plants. Um, can you get um, ball surgery to... I know you can get you can get a new one slipped in if you've had one removed because of testicular cancer. Yeah. Can you get surgery to improve the look of your balls? Can you really improve the look of them? Well, yeah, because they're ugly. Well, yeah, downright. I mean, well, what can you do? I mean, they're just, like, sort of bumpy, aren't they? I'd have, I'd have mine smoothed out and levelled off. So they, yeah. were, they were hanging... Talking about testicles, Catherine. So, <laughs> Catherine just walked in, text all gone to it, and I could see her go, what's he talking about? Oh, right, yes. Because um, one obviously hangs lower than the other. And uh, am I the only... That, uh, I think it's quite common... In teenage boys, no one talks about balls, right? And we should. I think it's quite common in teenage boys to worry when your one ball hangs lower than the other. Mm, did you? Uh, did I, you worry, Ray? Well, no. I mean, no. I, I never noticed it in myself. And oh, come on! At school, in the showers, well, we we, we weren't comparing ball sizes or no. how low they. Um, no, but come on! You you're saying your balls are, are completely um um. On a level, so I'll say they are. Yeah, I'm gonna laugh. My um, <laughs> I don't exactly go around with a, like, a spirit level. <laughs> My left one's hanging about half an inch down. It's true, I, but it's true. It's true. <laughs> but most blokes are. Okay. Well, okay. Anyway, Ray, it's not you've obviously not called in to talk about my testicles. No. Um, last night I played box down the phone. Oh, beautiful! Yes, well yeah, done. And you seem to enjoy it. I did enjoy it. Love bit box. Yeah, one of my favourite favourite bands. I actually managed to get hold of a copy of the CD. Yeah, paid through the nose for it. Yep. But, yeah, yeah. We've got, got import only, in it. Uh, yes, that's right. I get a Christmas card from Box every year. Yeah. Oh, every terrific. single year. Yeah, yeah. And that's I love right. those guys. It's a good album, isn't it? It is. Yes. Um, Life is like a cornflake is the other good song on there. Cornflake, cornflake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's, they're, they're such a good band. They're such a good band. I love that. I, my, my ambition, and I will do it one day. Is they they tend to do a couple of gigs around Christmas time. Yeah. There's one, and I nearly did it when I got the the boot from the other place. 
I nearly went to Japan. I couldn't justify our home, though. And I sort of, I didn't even bro- broach the subject at home because I knew I would um, be shot down, rightfully so. But I was going to fly out to Japan for a week to, on my own to go and see Box. And Just for a week? Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You want to go, you go to Japan, you want to go for 10 days minimum. <laughs> um, but I couldn't really, ju- I, I, I couldn't justify it. You know, we got, we got, we got, bill, got bills to pay. You know, of course, got, I can't go off to Japan on my own, can I? It'd be crazy. Absolutely no. crazy. Absolutely That's crazy. It. Anyway, Ray, what, is that what you called in for? Uh, yeah, that, that's it. And um, really, I've, I've discovered so much fantastic music through your show, really. You're welcome. You're you know, welcome. Box, recorder, yeah. um, vitamin string quartet. Can I ask you a question? Go on. You know we're in the same building as the Muppets that um, run Talk Sport? Yeah, those guys. Have you listened to any of it? Uh, no, since they went all sport, oh, I abandoned them. Makes me want to puke. You know the guys that are on now on TalkSport? What, uh, Goldstein and Cundy? Yeah. Is it them? Yeah. What do you make of those guys? Uh, well, I've never listened. I mean, the first I've heard of them was when, when you called them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. That backfired a little bit then, didn't it? Uh, you're not tempted to listen to it, to it though. No, yeah. certainly not. I've, n- I've never under- understood football. No. I've never played it as a kid. I've and... never understood... I think I've never understood football, I've, and I've never understood blokes. Blokes and banter. <laughs> and I bet... Apparently, the other day... I don't. I wouldn't listen to the show if you'd pay me. But the other day, they were um, just getting their wangs out on the table. Oh, in, really? the, in the show. Goldstein says, here, Cundy, I'm going to get my wang out on the table. And Cundy yeah. went, I bet you don't. Right, well, let's have a race to see who can get their wang out on the table first. And you had zip and the buckles go, and they and they go, got a wang. And then people were phoning up going, yeah, all right, Candy, all right, I've got my wang out on the table. People were phoning in with their wangs out on the table. <laughs> really? Well, it's a, it's a blokey station, isn't oh, it? It's disgusting, isn't it? I wonder if their testicles hang level. <laughs> well, feel free to ask. I think I might do, Ray. Thanks for calling. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. No, wait for four four nine nine one thousand. Yeah, yeah. Mine, yeah. It's a thing that doesn't get dressed that often, really. I was just wondering if you can get... You can get breast surgery and bum surgery and Botox in your face. If you can get testicle surgery to make them more attractive. £30,000 to get knocked out of the first round of Wimbledon. I'll have some of that. I'd have some of that. How do I get in, how do I get into the first round of Wimbledon? I'm guessing I have to be a professional tennis player. Is that is that the thing? Oh hang on a second. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Morning. Morning. It's not morning, it's night time. It's only morning uh, once you've been to sleep. After twelve. Yeah. Midnight. No. No. But you don't say but no, but it's not morning. you don't go I wouldn't now go out to, to Kath and go, Good morning. I'll be stupid. Well, no, really. It's not morning. Okay. You win. That was easy. Fair play. I've I've just destroyed a blind man on the radio. How does that make me feel? <laughs> not great, to be honest, actually. Not great, Manny. You've, you yeah. have, have made me have a bit of a guilt attack there. Why? Because you're blind, and I destroyed your argument. Never mind. Oh, now I'm having a double guilt attack. This is awful. He's totally destroying me here. This is incredible. Yep, yeah. yeah. Uh, Manny, what have you called in for? I just just to say hi. Okay, well you said it, and I'm I'm really really glad you did. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. 
Hello. 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 Yep. Hello, can you hear me? Unfortunately, yes. Is that Ian? Yes, is that Drunk Neil? Yes, it is Drunk Neil. I'm not live on the radio, am I? Unfortunately, we haven't spoken for about an hour when you were quite obnoxiously drunk. How much more booze have you had since then? I'm not... I I wasn't obnoxious. You you were rude. But I have have drunk considerably since the last time we spoke. Good lad. Here we go. Yes. Adrian is saying on Twitter, and Adrian generally tells the truth on Twitter. Oh, carry on with Adrian, yeah. There is a Polynesian tribe that navigate yeah. with their balls. Dipped into the ocean, they are sensitive enough to detect known currents. Really? No. No. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the only things on this planet that can detect currents are oh. fish. Maritime species. Here we go. Humans, humans are not maritime species. We eat maritime species, quite frankly. And to anyone that thinks that humans can, you know, lay lines and all that paranormal spookiness. Hang on a second. I'd pick pick that up into a big ball and I'll pick all that paranormalness. Yeah, what? And I will drop kick it. Straight over over the long grass. Someone has sent me a link, right, to something that yeah, looks... Ca- carry on, yeah. Carry on with the link. It's not about canals, is it? By any, tra- by any like, long shot. Well, in some ways, it's about... about um, it's about a type of canal, yes. Is it about a canal? That is fantastic. It's oh, about, the, it's about oh, a penis I love canal. Canals. I'll talk about locks and talk about barges yeah. and, you know, you know the, the, the values of canals and the regeneration of canals in this day and age. And, and, and the fact that they were, oh, you know, a man-made construction. I think it's, well, they're canals. Of course, course, course canals are man-made. But these days, they are a natural, a natural preservative, which are... Uh, uh, harbouring uh, natural wildlife. The canals cool the country down. That's a fact. And can, canals and they harbour wildlife as well. Have like you fish, ever? Have you ever? Ducks. Have you ever pulled the plug out of a canal? You know they've got plugs in. I've, I've, I'll tell you what I've done. I've, I've dropped Please. a lark in a canal. I've dropped my lark in a canal. Okay. I'll tell you what, Ian. Oh God. You have to drop your lark. Okay. In a canal. Okay, so say that one more time. You would... Okay. So I've been sent a link. Morgateurology.com. Right. And it looks like a spoof, but it looks real. Are things a bit stretched down there? Do you have a long scrotum? Men come to Morgate Urology to improve the appearance of their scrotum. The medical term for lifting the scrotum is scrotoplasty. A scrotum which is excessively stretched can be a source of discomfort and embarrassment for men. No, this is this is a spoof. No. No, this can't this is not real. No, that is a spoof. That's got. That has got to be one hundred. Hang on a second. That's got to be a spoof, hasn't it? Line one. Hello, can I speak to Ian? What would you like to say? 
Um, well, I was going to, well, oh, a couple of things really, but um, our chimney just caught fire uh, about two hours ago, just as I was about to, to, to phone in uh, earlier. So we've had a bit of an evening of it. But um, have you managed I to put to the? To him about what? What did you want to talk oh, to him on. about? Go on. Oh no, I wanted to speak to Ian because um, um, I'm recording, uh, producing an album of duets between my mother's two dead cats, and and uh, I'm, I'm, um, well. Um, I'm, I really wanted to to, to look at um, doing a, 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 a Christmas single of, of Band Aids. Do they know it, it's Christmas? Um, but getting other cats involved. I it's, Ian's not talking about cats tonight. Could you could you call back tomorrow? Yes, he's planning a cat special tomorrow. Would that be okay? I'd love that. Yeah, Ian, um, could I talk to you about cats? No. Did your Eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you can. Seven pence a minute plus access charge significantly more from uh, mobiles. Um, or you can call him with about anything you want, really. Cast, do you want to come in? My voice is going, so I could do with all, all the flipping help I could get. All the help I could get. The voice is going, Cast. Yeah. <coughs> Can I just say, leave your bowls alone. Huh? Leave them alone. They're not supposed to be gorgeous. They're supposed to look like Rupert Murdoch. Why is that? Because, um, why are, why are genitals ugly? You would have thought evolution would have made them attractive. Mm. No, because you're not supposed to be looking at them, are you? are supposed to be popping them away. Oh, dearie me. That's right. why. I think that's... That, and that's why they invented um, romance and music... So, to distract from the horror. <laughs> Let's face the ball sack and dance. <laughs> Colin Fernandez yeah. is the um, science correspondent of the Daily Mail. Is he now? And all of his stories have got very, very little to do with science and a lot to do with rubbish. Okay. And um, 08444991000, by the way. And this is, I mean, it's just, it's staggering. The science correspondent. So he's not talking about breakthroughs in nanotechnology or the fact that we might be able to fire off tiny, tiny little spaceships that you know, kind of neuron spaceships that could travel faster out to the galaxy. Mm. That's that's the plan. Yeah, no, that's the plan. There's it, tiny um, satellites in that. Yeah. That so is. what's Professor Fernandez got for us? How a bag of crisps brightens a boring day. That's not science. Um. When a day at work feels never ending. Grabbing a packet of crisps can seem a good way to break the monotony. Can it? As long as it's not that pop... You know I don't like the popcorn. No, or mini cheddars. That's a, that's a boring crisp, isn't it? I like mini cheddars. I like them, but I wouldn't choose them. I'll have them if they're the last thing in the cupboard. I like the mini cheddars. Yes, line one. Sweet. Biggest selling single of 1967. You know what's coming out on Friday... The Monkeys. The first Monkeys single since 1987. It's coming out Friday. Mm. We might. I know we're not a music station, but if it comes out in time, we might get the world exclusive. We might be the first radio station in the world to play that Monkey single. Mm. How, how cool would that be? That would be pretty sweet. 
Seriously, I am so... Just... He does a good sex noise in this in a second. He goes, oh, does that... I, He's partial to that, isn't he? Sex. No, He's that noise. Three or four wives. Well, Nesmith, Nesmith does a hoo and <laughs> Dolenz does a oh, he's, oh, he's gone. Nesmith does the hoo and Dolenz does the ah, oh, the release. I think that's very telling. You know, I've got Mickey Dolenz's phone number. Yeah, he's coming on the show. I know. Um, when's Nes coming on? Well, it's supposed to be sometime in the next couple of weeks, but it's all gone very quiet. Oh, he does that. He does that. I'll have another little poke. A gentle one. So Beyonce's got an album coming out. Lemonade, it's already out. And Except it's not an album. It's a visual thing as well. Oh, for crying out loud, a pop video. It's like an oeuvre. It's a pop video. It's called Lemonade. You know who invented MTV? Yes. Michael Nesmith of the Monkees. Mm-hmm. So she made a pop video. A really long one. And it, and she's she's working it. She's a genius. She's a porny genius. She's um, a porn baron. She's like um, Richard Desmond, porn baron. Right. Or I'm thinking of Keith Barron. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You know, he's a hapless holiday maker. Hang right, in a second. Yes, yes, line one. Ian. Yeah. You're going for the papers, aren't you? Yeah. Is there a crossword? I'm not very good at crosswords. I don't know where they are. Here we go. Not doing Sudoku. Hidato. What the bloody hell is that rubbish? What? Hidato. Let's do a Hidato. No. no let's do... All right, mate. All right, mate. Calm down. Here we go. Daily Mail crossword. We might as well. Go on. Do you want us to call you back? Because this will cost you a fortune. Hang on. All right. What a cross. Arrange meals out for bosom pal. Eight letters. What we've got so far. Blank... Blank, 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 blank. Arrange meals out for bosom pal. Bosom is breast. Breasticles? Does it fit? Um, no. Uh, B-R-E-A-S-T. No, it doesn't. You've been sidetracked by the bosom. Tits court now, now. Arrange meals out. You're meant to... The bosom is the clue. It's the clue. What about the meals? And the out. Arrange meals out. Oh, um, breastfeed. Breastfeed. Eight letters. Arrange meals out. Where are the answers? That That's nine letters, Ian. Okay. Arrange meals out. Shut up, Ed. Yeah, shut yeah, up, Yeah, shut up, Ed. Yeah. Arrange meals. Arrange. Book meals. Book food for bosom tit pal friend. Book food tit friend. That sounds reasonable. Does that fit? No. Yeah, oh. shut up, Kath. Yeah, oh. shut up, Kath. Hey! All right, let's try another one. Let's try one down. Here we go. Rugby game level between schools. Is this cryptic? God knows. What? Are you, what? What's, Chris, what's crossword? Is it cryptic crossword? I don't want cryptic. I want normal. Is it a word search instead? No, I don't want the word searches. Rugby game level between schools. Tie. School tie. How many letters? Six letters. Blank... Blank, 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 blank. This is... Uh... <sighs> oh! Uh, for, for, hang on, that doesn't... Well, someone's given the answer for one across. Arrange meals out for Bosom Pal. Soulmate. Hey? What? What? That doesn't make any sense, Stu and Brighton. Shut up, Stu and Brighton. Shut up! Tell him. That's just 
All right, here we go. Here we go. This will be another one. Twelve across, four letters. Bananas and other fruits of the forest. Nuts. Yeah. That's right, isn't it? No, nuts not a fruit. Four letters? No, it's nuts. Nuts is four letters. Shut up, caller. Just fill it in. Don't matter anyway. You can make it fit. This is... I hate crosswords. Why did you make us do the crossword? I just thought it might... Shut up! Hang up. Hang up. Hang up. Hang up. Hang up. Not me. Yeah, I I can't be bothered to cut you off. Hang up. Delete your Twitter. Yeah, delete delete your phone number. Here we go. For two decades, chorister David Smith has climbed a 20-foot ladder to light his church's chandelier candles. You must be tired. Oh, for crying out loud, can't you just grow up? Mm. Hang on, someone's giving us the answers. Uh, oh, I... Fair play... Meals out is it's an anagram. Soulmate, soulmate, lemons. Oh. <laughs> but how do you know it's meant? Arrange, arrange, arrange meals out. I don't know. Arrange meals out. So you've got to change the letters around. Uh, soulmate. All right, we've got one. All right. That's why I hate. Um, I didn't know it was cryptic. I thought it was normal. That's why I hate crosswords. Is it? Oh, it's a normal one on the back. Let's do the normal one. There we go. Hang on a second. Yes, line one. Child. Bloody racket. Yes, line one. Uh, two, you're on the wireless. No. Hello? And then it does that one. sometimes. If that was you, line two, try and call again, because um, something went wrong there. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're on the air. Uh, you all right? Listen, I'm a grown man, and I dry my nuts on that hair dryer. <laughs> Did you hear that? No. He's a grown man and he drives his nuts on the hairdryer. Why don't you well, use... Well, I, I used to, but I don't anymore. Why don't you use I... a towel? Burn them off. No, well, what happens is I do in between my feet with a hairdryer, but I don't do my nuts anymore because I don't have hair around my nuts anymore. I beat them. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> Let's try line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Hey, old Ben. Hello, Russ. How you doing, mate? All right, mate. Just a quickie. Sorry to bother you. Uh, I had a track, a bit of a quirky track I thought you might like earlier. Yeah, um, <clears throat> well, I haven't got it lined up, but um, if you want to have a look it? at it. It's by an artist called Busy Signal. Uh, what? Yeah, I know. Just, uh, <laughs> it's, it's actually, um, it's on an advert, TV advert at the minute, but I found out what the song is. It's um, The song's called Sports Day, in brackets, Everybody Move. And it's like real quirky tune. I, th- I think it's up your street. Hang on a second. You, you must be talking about this. I did. 
In many ways, yeah. That's a good tune. Have you heard, Russ, the um, the rap song about Clark's shoes? About, about what? Clark's shoes. No, I haven't, no. In, I can't remember if he's from the Caribbean somewhere. Vibes Cartel. In certain parts of the world, Clark's shoes are considered to be pucker. I thought it was Africa. No, I think I said Africa. I think he's. I think it's like the Caribbean or maybe... It might be Africa. It, 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 it's somewhere in the world... Where Clark's shoes are considered pucker. Primo. And uh, listen to this, here we go. They are not at school, but tell me something. And when you get the new Clark's, the daddy, I wish Colada had no party. And you alone have the style, the daddy, the queen to England, I feel over the yardy. When you get the new Clark's, the daddy, I wish Colada had no party. And you alone have the style, the daddy, the queen to England, I feel over the yardy. Real bad man, no muggle in a shot. Straight jeans, cut off foot pants. Everybody off the axe when me get my clocks. Everybody off the axe when me get my clocks. I think, I think he killed a man. Really? I've got an image of Yardies walking around yeah. in Clark's shoes now. Yeah, I think now, Vibes you know. Cartel killed a man shortly after releasing that song, Clark's. <laughs> so, well, that escalated then, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. Well, don't... You can um, um, knock him down. You can um, slander his name all over the place. But whatever you do, do not get dirt on Vibes Cartel's clerks, otherwise he will shoot you, gangster Sally. And his gun would be pointed not not straight on, it will be turned on the side. You can't shoot like that. Well, Vibes Cartel can. No. That's if he has actually murdered someone. If he's not, I've libelled him. You could probably Google it, shouldn't I? Tell you what, Russ, we're going to take a break and let's find out if Vibes Cartel is actually a murderer. Well, I am pleased to announce that Vibes Cartel murdered Clive Lizard Williams in 2014. Uh, he will not be eligible for parole for 35 years. So, Mr Cartel, who's the big man now? Me. You're very brave when he's locked up. Yes. What, what if he busts out? Well, first of all, right, no one in this country knows about this radio station, so the chance of a Jamaican prisoner knowing about it, very, very slim. Secondly, he won't bust out of there. Thirdly, my name is Id, and I'm from New Zealand. <laughs> oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's the last twelve minutes of the show. It's often called the golden era of the uh, show. It's when really things really, really uh, start to take off. And uh, well, yesterday it was when we got talking about drying your uh, yeah. cojones with a hairdryer. Yeah, yeah. In public. <sighs> Do you remember when you got changed in a corridor? I do, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Birmingham. I thought it was the dressing room. I thought, that's weird. It was, I was no, weird. There was a woman with her children who was giving you evils and you couldn't work out why. Oh, yeah, and it turned out it was just a hallway. That was weird. Someone should have said something. And I'm so lucky, because then I heard loads of people coming, loads of women coming. And I thought, oh. And then it dawned on me, oh, this is a corridor. Wow. Why, but why would she not say something? I mean, she was protecting her children. Because... That's what that's what happens when you're a Brit. She thought I was a sexual deviant. She probably couldn't believe her eyes. I think I had a towel around me. 
I think I did the towel thing. Here's what you don't see anymore. You don't see people changing into their swimming costumes on beaches with their towels around them. <laughs> right. You don't see that. You don't see windbreakers anymore. Oh, yeah, you do. Where? If you go to the the coast. Well, <laughs> like a beach. Yeah, yeah. You'll see windbreakers. We went to where was it? Devon a couple of years ago. We had a windbreaker. We knocked it in with some uh, rocks. The beach. Five points, by the way. If anybody can name the Beach Boys song, which mentions uh, windbreakers. Uh, is it Wow Wow Windbreakers? I oh, don't be. A, but don't. Just. What is it then? It's uh, you need a mess of help to stand alone. Oh. <coughs> I know how to circumnavigate. Um, so I, I just typed in Beach Boys Mess and then it, it, it just comes up. Mm. Skillful, uh, that. Skillful. This is good. So you like this? is a good song. First line. Oh. That's them playing it live on the, the, the on Grey Whistle Test. whole lot of sunshine to keep my sundial advancing. This is such a good song. I've never seen this footage. Mike, Mike loves in a dressing gown. He's in a dressing gown. And a flat cap. You need a mess of help to stand alone. This is brilliant. I've never seen this. This is a band that were completely lost at this stage, but they made some of the best music. Did they hate each other at this point? Yeah. Got two South Africans in the band. What, was, we... the, what was the dressing gown about? Daryl Dragon on the guitar, uh, keyboards. Here we go. Then they're about to make magic. Listen to this, listen to this. How have I never seen this? a Beach Boys song today I've never heard as well. How's this possible? And they found new Beatles footage today that's never been seen before. Incredible. Here we go. Wow. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here they come, here the Beach Boys. Never heard that before. Seen that before? Yes, line one. You're on the wireless. Now, hello. Hiya. Um, oh. <laughs> just shocked. I've gone through all your 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 online to try and find the number. Yeah. Hiya, and I love the show. I've been listening. Uh, been listening since Howard started and you started. Yeah. Um, can I just say that the thing about the um. Hairdryer. Yeah. Right. You, I, I don't know. You said that. Did you say Dyson made the fur? This one is going to cost yeah. an arm and a leg. It's going to cost three hundred pounds. Right. Okay. It's an arm and a leg. Yeah. Now, what they don't, what they don't market, and what they haven't come into the market at all. Yeah. And it's sense for them to think about it. 
us women who have been on the change once and they're going through it again and again and again. Yeah. And the sweat starts from the top of your head. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. right the way down. So I want a hairdryer that is on mega, mega cool. Well, some of your hair, apparently. But if if you can get that, if anyone can. can design that, with, you can. If anyone can design it, honestly, it'd no, be you great. can. So we use, we haven't got it because the last hairdryer blew up. But you can get hair dryers, and they have a button, and yeah, it does one. icy cold icy cold um, air comes out of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's meant to make your hair shinier. Yeah, I know. But if you're right-handed and you're pressing that button, hon, you're pressing that button. I've been through the change once. I'm now on the bit where the hot, the hairdryer gets launched across the bedroom. Oh. I'm, I'm 52. Yeah. Nearly. And well. well. I'm now, it's like, okay, so I can dry one part of my hair. Why only one part it, of the hair? It, I'm, I'm right, one confused. side of my hair on, on the, the lukewarm and the co- icy cold. I'm right-handed. Yeah. But when you start to do... You can't press the button with the left hand. When you start to do your right-hand side of your hair... Yeah. With, and you're trying to press it with your uh, the the ice cold button. It's virtually impossible. So I need one that sort of blew. I don't care if it, you look like a throwback to the eighties and that you look like you, you've been startled. But I just you want something. Could that stick. Free, I, I can't do it. You could. I have to get back in the shower. I <sighs> I can dry one side of my hair, go straight back in the shower, come back. It's still have the same it, problem. Show a load of moves on and. Lie under the fan. Could you not? Could you not stick the button down with some sellotape? No, you can't. No, you can't. You you have to have. What? It's um. You have. I, I got. I got this hair right. You have to have. This this too. It's too much pressure. You can't do that. Is it like a, yeah. a lawnmower? Where the lawnmowers where you have to press the black button and then do the handle? Honey, I'm gonna like you to cut grass. The chances of me cutting the grass and not doing that fall. Of the well, I would, ju- I would, ju- I would just like some manufacturer out there to say, oh well, yeah, there is, there is a market yeah. for people who uh, are past, past, past their sell by dates. No, I'm not past, just saying past that. It. I'm just, I'm just, I'll sell by. I'm just saying that you know when yeah. <sighs> I've tried. Plant extract HRT. That's another question that they should bring up in this one and see how many, how many witches come up on the program. HRT. I I only got the plant extract. If you look into what happens to proper HRT, they make the horses abort, and all these women go off thinking they're fabulous. No, it doesn't work, it doesn't like, work like, like that in a normal world. Well, listen. Thank you but, so. Yep. No, it's just a thought for you, you know, for another talk time. Yeah. But as as for Dyson, can you just say Dyson if you're so bloody clever? Can <laughs> they get? <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but can they get an ice an ice cold an ice cold? You could get ice. Dryer, you can... and it shouldn't cost. Okay. Ridiculous amounts. Thank you for that. That's but that's we'll we will discuss that in depth another time. Thank you. Okay. If it comes up as my name is Tracy, I would rather you just put my um, my other name as Flower. Thank okay. you. Thank you very much indeed, Flower. We're starting to get there. We've had a couple of. This is what this is when I was a teenager. 
and in my 20s, early 20s, this is what late night radio was. And we're starting to get there. And I love all the people that call in, all the people that have followed me from all of the stations. Thank you so much. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I am amazed and humbled and um, I'm touched by your loyalty, genuinely. But that call, we had a couple last week. We had a couple more tonight. Mm -hmm. That, for me, is what late night radio is about. She doesn't have a clue I am, and no, no, no reason should she. And her point is a great one. Women that have gone through the change want a hairdryer where you can dry both sides of your hair with cold hair. Cold air on her hair. Mm. Tracy Flowers. It's a powerful message. I mean, it's a dream, isn't it? Well, we made it to the end of the show. Looks like we made it once again, guys. Tomorrow's Thursday. We might have Roger McGuinn on. We're certainly going to talk to him tomorrow, whether we get it edited for tomorrow or Friday. That's our business. Huh? It's our business, guys. You you deal with it. There'll be a podcast up in a few minutes. We'll be back tomorrow at 10. From Id, from Catherine, and from myself. Ta-ta. Talk Radio. We've got entertainment, and we're not afraid to use it. Talk Radio.